Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Come on, St. Louis hockey fans, stand up and cheer. The Blues are back strong. This is our year. It's the Blues turn now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the Blues turn now. With that Al McKinnis slap shot, you know we can't lose. Let's do that hockey. Come on, St. Louis! All over the hockey universe, the note is the news. Uh, it's Wednesday, February 27, 2019. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 37 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is franchise episode number 170 all-time. I'm Kurt Price. Bill Day and Jeff Ponder are with me once again to have a lot of fun talking St. Louis Blues hockey tonight. Uh, to interact with our show on social media, follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at JPonder94. Also, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and the website is letsgoblues.com. And on the site, please check out the letsgoblues.com shop for t-shirts, mugs, and stickers. Um, and if we have time, we'll open up the show later for listeners to join us on the air to talk some hockey. We say this every week, and we rarely get to it, so maybe we'll have time this week. I'm not sure. We have a lot of stuff to cover. <laughs> we did last week. Nobody joined us. That's true. That's true. I think, I think uh, you know, uh, there's always folks. I can see the numbers, and there, there are a handful of folks listening by the end of the show, and uh, it's, yeah, I guess people are either uh, on in the background or they're just uh, too shy. Or we lulled well, them to sleep last week. They're sleeping, right? <laughs> it's well, you know, it's probably all the former guests of this show. I mean, I'm sure Rutherford, Korak, uh, uh, Cristiano, all those guys—they—they're the ones that are watching us because they need to know what to write and talk about. <laughs> yeah, next day. Otherwise, they have nothing to talk about, nothing to say. Yeah. Right? Uh, Barube, you know, he's got to keep up with the show, so the he knows what to tell the team. Yeah, he's looking at it right now. He's like, oh, man, the way I got it drawn up, I got Sunquist on the first line. Like, I wonder what those Let's Go Blues radio guys will say I should do. Because <laughs> they know what's best. <laughs> Actually, yeah, exactly. out, of, out of all the coaches that have been around since we've been doing this show, he's the one that we've talked the least about. Yeah, that's that's and that's a good thing. That's telling. Um yeah, I, I mean, I, that's I, initially we were talking about him a little bit because there wasn't much of a difference right. <laughs> in, in right. the Yo2 Barube transition. Uh, took a while, but man, did it work! I mean, whatever's working, I don't give a shit. Uh, keep doing it. Um, how are you, gentlemen, this evening, Bill? I'm great. I am in the middle of a staycation. <sighs> so jealous. Yes, it is. It is nice. I spent spent the day with a, a bunch of uh, football hooligans over at Amsterdam Tavern, watching Liverpool kick the shit out of Watford. It was a beautiful game. Um, yeah. Otherwise, just not working this week and uh, trying to have a good time. It's and the, it's the birthday week. It is. It is. It's. I always take the week off just because. It started with just the birthday, and those wound up being the worst days of my years. 
So I said, no, I'm just going to take some time off. I have a whole bunch of time left over from last year to burn. So why not? I used to take off work on my birthday often. And I've stopped doing it the past few years. I'm not, I'm not sure why. But you work with you know some very close friends and... I, it, I I do enjoy work quite a bit it's 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 fun so I but it's not it's not work to go to work really I work at work but it's not doesn't feel like work yeah I enjoy the people I work with too my dog my cat that's a big deal and Brian Salvador you know you spend a lot of time at work and it's a I mean if you enjoy your work that's uh that's that's you know it's kind of a big deal no I do I mean I, I uh, I'm on video chat about half my day and and I, I love my coworkers. If I didn't love my coworkers, I wouldn't be a happy person. So, yeah, it, it, it's important. I agree. I think if I didn't like where I worked, I would probably look for a different job. I, that's, I mean, it's more important to me, I think, personally. If I didn't like my job, I would be trying to make Let's Go Blues Radio a uh, 24-hour show. An international success. Is what he... Yes, <laughs> yes, a show about a St. Louis hockey team being international success. <laughs> well, we were for a short while. Uh, we had a small little fan club in Quebec. Yeah, it was, we did, didn't we? Uh, what was her name? Uh, her group? Uh, it was a Facebook, uh, they had a Facebook group. It was, yeah, uh, it Danielle. Was Danielle, right. Danielle Screaming. Scre- Danielle right. Screaming. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she still listens to the show, but I, I don't see her on Twitter anymore. I don't know. If no, she she, I think she still has her Facebook or, group. Yeah. Um, maybe she blocked us. I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, um, but she it was all female group, right? It was like all yeah. female uh, yeah. Yeah, fans. Yeah. And it was a blues fan group. Right, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was just blues. Yeah, hmm. we had a we had a listener. You know, like our second or third week when we started this show, that emailed us from Croatia. Wasn't it Croatia? Uh, we've had Russia. We've had Croatia. We've had uh, it's all over. We we had uh, Madagascar one time. <laughs> that was yeah. kind of weird. Um, well, we we get that soon. Um, since my uh, nephew is going to be in the Peace ah. Corps there for 23 months. Is that right? That is correct. North Korea? <laughs> Which is amazing because if you look at uh, Earth at night, North Korea is black. <laughs> they have no power. <laughs> but it's daytime. So. Right, right. Um, uh, the uh, official beers of episode 170. 170. One hundred and sunk fist. One hundred and sunk fist. Sunkvist. Yes, I hate trying to say his name right. <laughs> Just Sunquist. Bill, what you got? I I'm continuing and probably ending the streak of coffee stouts with the coffee stout of coffee stouts, Founders Breakfast Stout. I've uh, had it. I don't know how many times on the show before, but I always seem to have it in the fridge, and uh, that's what I wanted tonight. Had a few. Uh, it's a staple of yours. Had a couple watching the Liverpool match earlier today. A um, couple of uh, Civil Life mm. uh, extra stouts. Very good. Yeah, uh, okay. Big. I thought you were going to say brown. Nope. That's their kind of signature. Yeah. No, this, uh, I saw that on top and went mm. with that. So it's still stout. Extra season. stout. Extra stout. Wow. Yes. Uh, Jeff, do you, have, do you have an extra beer? I do. Beer tonight. I uh, am battling a cold, so I'm using my trusty Reese's coffee cup there, and I'm drinking some hot chocolate uh, to help my voice a little bit, so I don't uh, crack in the middle of the episode. But uh, yeah, it's not been a fun week. A that's, that's not a hot chocolate stout. That's a hot chocolate. It is. 
It is just a hot chocolate, yes. I assume they make hot chocolate stout somewhere. Somebody's got a hot chocolate stout. Oh, I'm sure somebody I'm pretty does. sure I've seen it. Although it's not hot. That would be silly. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Can you imagine drinking a hot chocolate stout? Like, it actually hot? Uh, oh, I'm in Germany. You know, it's sort of warm in quite a bit of the world, actually. Yeah, Germany. warm. Like, but like not room, yeah. like uh, room temperature. Right. I don't know about hot. I, yeah. I no. I, I no. I don't know. Uh, my beer tonight is in. Uh, I, I'll set the table here for this. This lamp over here for those watching YouTube. This is a uh, a, a Bud Light lamp, and it's got an old Bud Light bottle on it with a Bud Light can next to it. They're kind of pouring suspended. You know how. They, people are clever, and it's pouring into a glass, and there's a lamp, and it lights up. And so I got that from my uh, from my uh, grandma and grandpa's house. So, th- uh, in honor of that lamp making its presence in my house today, I am drinking a Bud Light Orange. <laughs> Is this the same Bud Light Orange that you have bet Mister Blue's hat several times <laughs> that he has declined? Uh, no, I I didn't. Uh, no, well, what happened with that was that uh, I, I I felt bad about it. Is that I. I I, I told him that I I, I like Bud Light Orange and uh, which I may surprise some people because of the beers I've had on here. It's, I don't, but uh, and I said, hey, you should try it. And he tried it and he said it tasted like ass. <laughs> and I felt bad and I said, well, I owe you a beer then. And I have not seen him to, to buy him that beer. But every every now and then he makes a Bud Light Orange reference <laughs> to me on Twitter. And uh, yeah, so he has to remind you you uh, owe him. Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess he has to remind me that I. He, thinks I'm he's better than me because I like bullet orange I just maybe right I just like to think that I have a wider beer palette range (laughs) than he does because I I can huh what's that I I, I just wanted to thank you for uh explaining the lamp I thought that was just a a bottle that was suspended in midair constantly pouring no I, I was really confused no it's uh it's not magical uh it's trick photography it's 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 an illusion it's not a, it's a trickster things whores do for money. This is an illusion. Mm. <laughs> illusion. Yes. Okay. For for you folks, cool. for you folks that are fans of uh, Arrested Development, Job on, on Arrested Development. Oh, good one. Yeah. I can't. I can't not hear the Asia song without <laughs> thinking of him dancing around. <laughs> I always think of them uh, in the chickens don't clap episode <laughs> oh yeah have you guys ever even seen a chicken chickens don't do that <laughs> only arrested development fans are laughing. i right love now. that show so much i'm starting <laughs> so to watch it again i, I start, restarted watching it because i want to i'm not caught up on the newer netflix uh show so i'm gonna i restarted from the beginning that's <clears throat> a show that i've started several times and like watched it while doing other things. So I haven't gotten the f- the full grasp of it, but there, there are moments in that show that I'm, I like, I just like to, you know, spend all of my time off watching this. And then I don't. Here you go. Oh, look at me getting off. I'm withholding. Uh, the podcast, folks. Best, <laughs> she might be the best character on the show. She's funny. Uh, the the podcast, <laughs> folks. But no idea what's going on. I offered Bill a bag of M and M's, and I 
that's what what's her name what's her face uh on the show the mom um oh, anyway that was her line actress is jessica walters okay also sterling archer's mom yes right mm-hmm. that's a good show too mallory archer which i'm not caught up on i'm like five seasons behind so oh, really i am yeah oh. I've, I've yeah i heard it got weird it, I'm, i mean it, weirder it did. They are now in the second season of a death dream sequence. Oh. It's pretty fun. Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STO Blues History Twitter account, uh, February 27th, 2019. The St. Louis Blues unveil the Blue Note, designed by Sid Solomon III. Um, and he uh, he has a uh, article from the uh, Post-Dispatch along with an Amity sketch from a blues program. But it, I mean, this is interesting because it was designed by Sid Solomon III, designed by the owner, who I'm not aware of any design background that he has. Um, and later on, uh, Harry Oness' wife designed the Blues jersey. It's like, what the fuck? D- d- does nobody in this organization uh, uh, contract out to professional firms to design things? This is crazy. I Maybe they he gave him a sketch and then he sent it to somebody to polish it up and and uh, and and design it, but, but I, I, that's weird. It's weird to me that the owner is designing the logo and and submitting it and drawing it. I don't know. And the yeah, owner's, I mean, the owner's wife is really. It. If that's really what he drew, that's uh, that's not bad. No, it's I mean, it, the original looks pretty good. I, I no, I agree with you. And the the it's all solid. The one they have in the article here, it's a solid black. Um, there's no lines around it, or it's all just it's like basically a. Clip art, but yeah. by the way, Kurt, how can we be so stupid? Hmm. Lucille Bluth. Yes, Lucille Bluth. That's like a whole like joke of the show. <clears throat> Lucille. Lucille. Who's killed by a Lucille? <laughs> I think that was the last episode that I watched. Make love in your own hand. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen all the episodes. Give me, give me cut me some slack. It's been like. What ten years since I've seen the that season? Um, so anyway, ten. Uh, this is the anniversary of the um, des- the unveiling of the design of the Blue Note. So that's kind of cool. I, and to me, I mean, the Blue Note is a. It really hasn't changed a whole lot. It's. Uh, I mean, it's been more modernized a little bit, like the Maple Leaf, I guess. But uh, on their logo, but it, uh, it it's stayed pretty much the same, and it's a kick-ass logo. It really is. No, that's kind- something I. That's something I love about our team is that. Uh... It, it's it's a logo that you kind of look at and you say, okay, yeah, it's never going to change. I mean, like you said, it's been modernized here in a little bit. You know, the the, the red thrown in the the stripe there in the '90s, for example. And um, but uh, yeah, you look at like the Sabers, and it just seems like every five years they got a new logo. The the uh, the the Panthers just released a new logo within the last couple of years. The Stars, and I just feel like hopefully the the Blues know to to never fully changed that logo it's just something that's uh too iconic 20 years ago today 1999 the st louis arena or the checker dome was imploded torn down which was a sad day and uh i um did uh, did you make it down to uh to there to get anything they were selling with the seats no. and stuff no i did not i was too depressed yeah <laughs> I uh, I I went I, I I may have told this story on the show before, but uh, when they were they had, they invited the public down to uh, to the arena before they imploded it, and they were selling off like the seats 
and they had a lot of the seats just stacked around the outside of the arena. And you walked up the arena, and there was this big, huge fenced-off area that went all the way around the arena. One, to keep people out. And I guess they opened it up for the public to walk around the outside to then pick up seats. And they could pick up as many as they wanted, I guess. And uh, I think it was 35 bucks a seat. $35 for a fucking arena seat. And uh, you could, and then you just paid when you were leaving. And um, we, I, was, I went with my cousin, and uh, we were late. And... Uh, Wait, what? We were late, and we uh, we walked up there, and we f- we first got in the gate, and there was there wasn't much left. I saw like half a seat, a seat back, you know, there's like a couple pieces. I'm like, no, I'm not picking these up. I'm I'm gonna walk around and see if I can find a full seat. And uh, I should have known better. I should have picked up just pieces. I don't. What do I care? Um, it's something. And uh, and then by the time I got back around, everything was gone. Mm. The, even the pieces were gone. So I was like, son of a bitch. But I have. In the years after, I came to acquire a yellow arena seat that's in my corner right over there, and a blue seat back here, along with uh, uh, about four other blue seats from the arena. So I did okay eventually. They were odd seats. the The lower bowl, where the blue seats were. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the yellow they weren't padded. But the yellow ones were padded, and I thought they were higher. They had blue padded ones, too, but they weren't like the yellow and the blue ones that everyone has. Mm-hmm. They were almost like folding chairs. Right. But, they had, they, but those, weren't, those weren't... Those were down along the glass where they would take out the boards for concerts and shit. Okay. Yeah. I. Douglas Adams in the YouTube chat says, was only the... Ch- uh, see. Was only the Checkerdome during the worst owners of Blues history. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's kind of a love hate relationship there with the with Purina because they did save the team they stepped in and stopped them from moving, so they did save the team but then they actually uh, almost lost the team too, so they tried to basically offshore the team out. Uh, yeah, it's like I mean that's a lot of owners. That's how it is. You know, you the person comes in and you love them. Oh, this guy's gonna. Uh, save the team. They're going to stay here, but then they try to get rid of me. Look at uh, uh, Bill Laurie. That guy was beloved when he was the Blues owner, but then all of a sudden lockout hits. He wants to sell and he's basically selling off piece by piece teams, parts of the team. And now he's still pretty much hated in St. Louis. Seems a little revisionist history there, Jeff. As I recall, it is the, he bought the team. He tried to get a basketball team to come here. The lockout hit, and then he said, "Fuck it, I'm done." But he does. That, he, but he did spend money on the Blues. He he. he I mean, he, he wanted the Blues to win. He because won. because he wanted the Cronky dream. He wanted the Walton family dream of having the sports monopoly in the town. Mm-hmm. And when the Grizzlies rebuffed him and the NBA wouldn't give him anything else, he was done. That was yeah. his sole purpose. Yeah, well, he gave us some damn good hockey teams in the time, so he did. Gotta give him a little. He did, and, and I mean, up until the point where he wanted to sell the team, I think he was a he was a good owner. But for sale up pronger, yeah, that that kind of that, that really does tarnish. That's his legacy. To that, me. That, oh yeah, I agree, and yeah. a lot of people hate him because of that, and rightfully so. I mean, you, it's like Jake Allen's performance the other night. <laughs> it really is. He is Bill Laurie. <laughs> He had a Jeez. kick-ass game, which and we'll get to. Fucked it up, and at then the fucked end. it up at the end, <laughs> right? 
1996, uh, February 27th, 1996, Wayne Gretzky was traded to the St. Louis Blues by the LA Kings. This is a big day in St. Louis history. It's some amazing events occurred this day. The Blue Note was unveiled. The arena was torn down. Wayne Gretzky was traded here. I think uh, Brett Hull scored a 60th goal. 1992, Brett Hull scored a 60th goal in his seventh hat trick of the season, 17th in his career, and a 7-3 win versus the Capitals. Yeah, I remember when Gretzky got traded here. I immediately went. I was working uh, at Sinclair Square at the time. Ah, right. Oh, not O'Reilly. Riley's. Riley's. Not O'Reilly's. Not O'Reilly's. Not the just bar, Not the auto part. Did it, they had an auto part store with the mall. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Coffee and fudge. What a great combination. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I mean, mean, it was. I did you guys? Uh, you guys did good business there, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. it was. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Until yeah, until they uh, made us move and then jacked our rent. It was great. But anyway, I when that trade happened, I got the news and I did, you know, what any, you know, college kid on a minimum wage job would do and I ran down to a famous bar to buy tickets <laughs> to the game because that's what you did back then. You didn't have ticketmaster.com. No. You had to and go somewhere and buy tickets. You had to go box somewhere. office, the arena, right, or or, uh, or an out or a, seller, or a certified you know seller. The like famous bar service bet. Schnucks was one, I think. Schnucks yeah, was Schnucks, one. Schnucks yeah, famous bar. I remember yeah. famous bar being one. Yeah, the customer service desk at famous bar. I bought many a ticket there, and uh, yeah, so we went to the first game. Uh, Gretzky in St. Louis. Uh, it was against the Panthers, and Gretzky scored on the breakaway. Uh, that was, breakaway? No, that was in Vancouver. That was he the scored first, first game, game as, though. Right. That was the first game as a blue. Yeah. Scoring on a breakaway against Kirk McLean. Mm-hmm. And then um, he got an assist, I think, in the uh, game back in St. Louis. I forget who the big star was uh, in the game, but it wasn't him. And it wasn't Hall. Hmm. Steve Leach or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Steve Leach. <laughs> Steve Leach. Uh, today's date in history, Blues history, 2007. Brad Boys was traded to the St. Louis Blues by the Boston Bruins for Dennis Weidman, uh, who has one of the best gifts uh, in hockey history. Uh, that's that's amazing. My legs have legs. <laughs> Dennis Weidman and Carlo Koliakovo have uh, those might be the two best hockey gifts out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then exactly four years later, the state and days in Blues history, Brad Boys was traded to the Buffalo Sabers for a second round pick, which ended up being Joel Edmondson in the 2011 entry draft. So that's uh, we ended up with uh, Brad Boys. Uh, oh, we ended up with Edmondson from Boys. So that that chain is still intact. Yeah, that's a fun little chain. What what did uh, the Blues trade for Brad Boys? Uh, for Dennis Weidman. Uh, that was it, I guess. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So what? Dennis Weidman was drafted by the Blues. So okay. Mm, yes. Right. Was he drafted, or was he was just a free agent that we signed? One of the two. Mm. But he started his career here. I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, he started his NHL career. That's probably right. that's probably the beginning of the line. I liked him a lot when he started. I thought I thought he was, I thought Weidman was fantastic. I liked his hands. Mm-hmm. He was just so cool. To, it was so fun to watch on the on the offensive zone. He was drafted by Buffalo in the eighth round of two thousand two. That's interesting because then we traded. Uh, that ties with Buffalo in this. We traded boys to yeah. We yeah. traded boys to Buffalo. Yeah, we have uh, quite the uh, quite the trade history with the Sabres. I know, and I, I'm liking all of them pretty yeah. much, <laughs> especially the most it. recent one. 
I remember when we uh, moved boys, I was like, because at the time, people wanted him gone because he was such a, he had such a drop off. Yeah. After his 40 goal season, he just had just fell apart and yeah. he couldn't do anything. And uh, I remember when we, when we traded him, it was like, oh, just get anything for the guy. And they got a pick and ended up Edmondson. So I, I think we won that trade. I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> I mean, you know, the jury's still out on Edmondson, but still. That seemed like a long time ago. uh, Dennis Weidman, Bill. I think uh, the Blues signed him as a free agent. That seems like a long time ago. I mean that uh, just that we traded boys. I mean, I mean, seemed longer than 2011. That is eight years ago. I know, but I I know it just seems like it was forever ago. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to believe that he was. Let's see, he would have. So he was traded in 2011. Uh, boys. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't seem right, does it? Because that was the same. Oh no, year, no, no. Uh, well, he was traded, and he was traded um, four. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Four years later, after after 2007. So yeah, the he was traded in 2011, and for a second round pick in that year's entry draft, 2011. Huh. That's what. Uh, I, now, that is crazy. this that is, is crazy. this is this is according to the STL Blues history Twitter account. So we're not. Uh, you know, he's never given us reason not to believe him. No, he's a, a very reliable source. And if you don't follow him, give him a follow. At STL Blues History. All kinds of good stuff. Especially today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, lot, today it's, it's crazy. Right. And I didn't even read them all. I, there was a couple I didn't I didn't read because we didn't have time. But And he includes newspaper clippings from these things and uh, uh, video links and everything. It's just it's good stuff. Like a, a blast in the past is really cool, especially. I mean, if you're an older blues fan, or you know, it's like a it's like a you know a walk down memory lane. And then if you're a new blues fan, it's educational. Man, Brad Boys has quite the trade history. Yeah, he moved on a lot. So he, uh, wow. So I guess he was drafted by San Jose, and uh, he was sent with Alan McCauley and a first round pick to Toronto for. Um, Owen Nolan. Oh wow! And then he, uh, then he, really? I guess he got signed by the Bruins. No, he was. I'm sorry, he was traded to the Sharks. Then he got traded from the Sharks to the Bruins, from uh, for Jeff Gilson, and then he got traded to the Blues. I had no idea he was with. So I guess he was drafted by Toronto, played with San Jose, and then played with Boston. How many years was he here? For like four years? Something like that? a while. Yeah, it'd be four years. Okay. Do you have one stint or two? With us? Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think just one. one. Just one. Mm. 40 goals. I had no idea that he was uh, involved in that many moves. Yeah. He was a traveled man. I think if he... Well, he when did he finally... he Because he, he did wind up getting in the, the lineup with Toronto like 10 years after he was drafted by them. Yeah, how about that? He played one game with San Jose. Hmm. And then he never played with Toronto uh, in his first year. Um, played with Boston, then St. Louis. Played with Buffalo, the Islanders, the Panthers, and then finished his career with the Panthers. And got 15 16. I think. Uh, I, I think if you. Since he did get the. He did score 40 in the season, I think a lot of teams were trying to like see if they could, you know change of scenery kind of like get him going again or something mm-hmm. because i think yep. if you, you get 40 it was like what's his face for uh san jose uh oh chichu yeah that uh he had some a, a few good years and then he just kind of dropped off and then he went to a number of teams including the blues and he just never really did too much else 
Hey, 13, 14. Uh, he was with the Panthers. He had 21 goals. That's, that's pretty good. That's, I mean, 20 goals nowadays. That's, that's a solid number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we uh, talk about the exciting game that everyone wants to talk about, um, earlier stuff, the two to one loss versus the wild on Sunday. Um, Allen got the start in the second game of the back-to-back on the weekend, uh, and his play was – he played well. He stopped 27-29, 9.43 save percentage, as some people love to point out online. <laughs> he, he played good in this game. Um, he, uh, his, his skate save against yeah, on the Eric, – Eric Sinek. I mean, the, I, it was – I went back and watched it again tonight. You still he, don't know how it went in. He, didn't he, went. Right. He made three saves on that. Yeah. Just, just by being positionally perfect. Like he got, he didn't overslide. Got his his skate up against the post and held it. It's amazing and, that uh, yeah they weren't able to push his pad in or something because mm-hmm. it, it, it. I was I, I I watched the replays and I still not sure how that puck stayed out. I mean it just it was a just well done. By Probably him. his best sequence of the season. It was quite good. Um. We were trailing one nothing going into the third period, and Petrangelo scores with 7.26 remaining in the game to tie it. Um, and then the... Uh, over- Off of Erickson Eck. Right. Uh, which was uh, fantastic. You know, it's a Blues fans yelling late in the third period. You know, you're going into the third period, you're trailing. You're on the road. You're like... Was it the road game? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, on NBC. Yeah, right. All right. And uh, so you're on the road. You're trailing, going into the third, and you end up going to overtime automatically you should be happy, right? Yeah, I mean, division rival, sure. a team to try. I mean, granted, the Blues are kind of far ahead of them now, but they're still chasing the Blues in the standings. So you think, okay, yeah, hey, this is great. Big, big game here. And and honestly, they uh, they the Blues didn't, I mean, they, they Minnesota kind of outplayed them. Yeah, well, shit, both goalies were amazing yeah. in this game. Yeah. I mean, Dubnik, yeah, that, that, oh. that was the best I've seen him play in two seasons. Yeah. I mean, he was he was out challenging every shot, and I I think either team could have won that game five to one. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and uh, so and I felt good. I mean, overtime got a point because we're trying to you know get as many points as we can because you're, you're chasing Nashville, you're chasing Winnipeg, trying to hold off the teams below you, which they're widening the gap now. Um, so uh, and then the overtime goal against uh, Allen by Donato. Uh, it's it's funny to read comments on social media. I think uh, I think I think the vast majority of people majority of people would say this is a this was an awful 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 soft goal, terrible goal. Uh, it's and and I think I think even commented that uh, you know it, well Donato has the puck he he lets the shot go, uh, the edge of the circle, the edge of the faceoff circle left 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 wing. Uh, kind of kind of circle against the boards between the dot and the boards. Right. right. It was uh, it was it was it was way uh, and the angle was not good to to score on. Um, and it's funny to see the comments about oh it was a good shot like bull. I mean okay it was on net. <laughs> what made it a good shot? It ripped the twine. A good shot on Jake Allen. <laughs> it was a wrist shot. It was a wrist shot from the edge of the circle uh, near the boards. It, and there, there wasn't a screen. No, there was not a screen. There was a man on him, but uh, I mean, but there wasn't a lot of effort to, you know, make sure that you got in the way of the shot. And uh, Pareko's on the on the other side of the, of the crease, uh, just watching the shot, not wanting to get in the way because Allen's got a clear lane to see it. And 
Allen's down on his pads and just he's he's not in bad position. I mean, he's no, yeah. he's in terrible position. Okay, he's why? Because he's, not, he's too far back. Deep. But here's the deal. I, I I agree with you that he could be challenging more at you know top of the crease. Should or be challenging. But here's more. the thing. But here's the thing. It does. It shouldn't matter that it's he's the, the shooter's thirty mm-hmm. feet out and it, it, he should stop it. It shouldn't matter if he's if he's two or three feet out farther. I don't I don't think it matters if he's challenging more because of the angle. He just missed it. So so here's the thing. This this goal says a lot about Jake Allen's game. He is he has to rely on technical proficiency because he's not athletic. When he becomes oh, athletic, that, he swims. That's the problem though. He's not he's not technically I mean he's he 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 wavers in his technical efficiency. Yes. It, it, that's that's the roller coaster we ride with him. Yes. And that that is that that game was Jake Allen in a nutshell. He can he can play perfectly in a system and you can you can ride him to a point, but then you know, just one angle happens to be off and you know that's that's the other point. He uh you know, it was funny cuz uh, people would say that uh oh well, you know, it, I mean, really, if, if, if without Allen, you don't get to overtime. You don't, you don't get that point. So that's Allen's point. So and I, and I said, true you know what? Statement. I agree with you. That is a true statement. What also is a true statement is that he cost the Blues a chance at the second point. I mean, he really it was he lost that game in overtime. So both statements are true. And uh, let me tell you guys from a, a shooter's perspective, and and I think uh, Kurt, you could definitely uh, 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 supersize here with me. Um, <laughs> Idiocracy. <laughs> I I, I, I know it. what you meant. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I uh, as a shooter, you know, it's, for me, it, it, I've done this play before, where it's overtime or it's a close game, and you just take the puck, shoot at the net, hope for a rebound, hope that your teammate's going to be there, and then either you're going to continue pressure or get a good shot on goal. I think that's what Donato's doing here, and and it's funny. Because I look at that, where he shot it, where he shot it from, and I say, he probably, that's probably not where he wanted to put it. I think he was wanting to slide it on the ice and get it off the leg pad. And he just got lucky that, that Jake Allen is Jake Allen and waved at that puck because otherwise you're putting it right in the goalie's glove. That's not where you want to put it when you're shooting from that angle. No. And uh, it's just no. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he saw something there that said, <laughs> "No, shoot it right there, and I'm gonna get it." Maybe no, he didn't. He saw but something I, there. Jake <laughs> Allen standing at goal. He, he didn't. He didn't see shit. He 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 just took a wrister on net, which I thought, you know, in three on three overtime, uh, it's not he, a smart play. No, it's not at all. He's essentially given. The, he's essentially turning the puck over mm-hmm. because Allen's gonna catch this puck and give it to Preko, who's standing there waiting for it. That, that's the play. And Alan missed it, and I, I, I think I, uh, some folks on the uh, the Blues NHL podcast, uh, Rivers and, and them, they, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, who's the uh, the college coach that's on there? What's his name? Um, anyway, uh, John McKendry. Is that was that his name? <laughs> <laughs> that is. Anyway, I've that is not his name. I mean, I, I, I mean, God love the guy, but I, I, I've, I find myself disagreeing with his takes a lot. I mean, the guy. The guy is uh, uh, probably a very good hockey coach. I just, I just, I disagree with his analysis of a lot of the stuff that, that he talks about as far as the Blues are concerned. But um, he was saying that oh, here's what happened. Um, I think Allen is gonna 
glove this puck and then and then uh, he's going to he's thinking ahead he's thinking two steps ahead he's thinking I'm going to glove it put it down and shoot up the ice to whoever's breaking and uh I didn't see that at all because Allen is not moving like that he's he's crouched down on he's he's the puck is by him he's still his pads are on the ice he's not like jumping up to to hurry up and put it on a stick to to move the puck off the ice that that wasn't his game plan. He just he, uh, people are just trying to make excuses like, oh, well, he was trying to do this. Well, he was trying to do that. No, he just missed it. He just missed the puck. Because well, he, I saw an argument in one of the Facebook groups that somebody said uh, that that Edmondson shouldn't have let him shoot there. But that's that's a play for oh. me as a defenseman where I say I'm letting him shoot oh, from there. That that's a turnover. We right, right. Hey, yeah, take the shot. Yes, please. exactly. Like, yeah, and, and that that spot. Three on three overtime, they can shoot it all day long. You you hear you hear announcers say that all the time. Uh, oh well, we'll give you that shot all day long. You know, clear lane to the net. Uh, there's no traffic. Um, it's far out. The goalie makes that save every time. And in overtime in three on three, it's, it's a turnover. You're, the goalie gloves it and puts it down. And you go the other way with it. So and obviously that did not happen because <laughs> it went in the net and uh, we lost the game. So. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I, I know that a lot of people said that, like you said at the, the beginning here, Kurt, that, um, you know, oh, you just, you know, Jake got us the point. Jake got us the point. You know, I don't give a shit. And I don't care that he played great the rest of the game. You need your goalie to make those saves late in the game. And that right there is why Jake Allen is not a starting goalie in the NHL. And I I hate to say it because I, I root for the guy when he's in net, but he just he doesn't get the job done. That happens no. way too often with him. And he and he has played his play the past what couple months has been much better than it was to start the season the first couple months. Tons better. Um but but that this this is like we just talked about this is and what you said in a nutshell this is Jake Allen uh the roller coaster that is Jake Allen. It's he had a great game and then he allows that goal, and we lost in overtime. So I mean, that's yeah. He he got us the point, but then he cost us a point. So well, he cost us a chance at a point. Lots of uh, conversation going on here in the chat. I want to touch on a little bit of it uh, before we move on. Uh, Rorschach fifty one fifty one says, "Hey guys, tweeted you last night. Just found the show. Great work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate thank you, that. thank you." Um, and then, uh, we got a couple of people that were commenting, Douglas, uh, Johannes, Johannes commented on some of our, uh, suck a dick, Johannes. Sorry. That was it. That was it. That, that was not, that's from that Sunquist, uh, was okay. For those, okay. For those who don't know, Sunquist was caught on Mike saying suck a dick, Johansson after, uh, uh, we won an overtime against the predators a couple what? Ten days ago, two weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, the puck was dropped <laughs> right. unfairly. Unfairly. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, sorry, that was a joke. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Way to denigrate uh, our listeners. Rorschach <laughs> jumps in again and says, uh, "Does Winnington look nervous?" And I say to you, "Does he look nervous?" Uh, I would say, uh, "No." Does he look nervous? No. There's your answer. Have you seen the video? <laughs> I have I seen love the video. it. Yeah, love it. It's a great yeah, video. Pretty sure that's what he's referencing there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see. He says a peewee goalie stops that. Which yeah. You no, know, I mean that's. Yeah. I'm honestly done with Allen. <laughs> I I I could I could. 
I well, yeah, I'm also know with Allen. I I think I said that after last playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> after no, last we, season. We said, last yeah, season. We said that last year. We uh yeah. yep. after that after, I think our last show we said, you know, we we know there's going to be some changes this year, but hopefully the biggest ones in net. And that was the one position that didn't change until recently. Yeah. And it ended up being a fucking huge change. Uh, yeah. And then there's a couple of comments. All good. LOL. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> so people are having a good time in the chat. <laughs> Come, join Come join us in the chat. Uh, the, we tweet out the link or let's go booze radio.com or um, yeah, that works or let's go booze.com or let's go booze.com slash radio. Uh, just start typing letters and numbers in the keyboard. You'll get there. What's our Every email hour. address, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's our email address? <laughs> Uh, I'm not going there. Blues nope. at radio.com. <laughs> you guys know that at the end of my interview shows, I have uh, our, our the person who introduces me, I have him say the incorrect thing at the end of the show, right? I have him do that on purpose. Oh, really? He says, uh, thanks for listening to the Blues Hockey Hour show. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Because I never get things right. <laughs> uh trade deadline stuff uh the blues uh picked up uh michael delzato from anaheim for a sixth round pick in the upcoming entry draft thoughts on the uh acquisition by mr armstrong eh, at least he's not chris <laughs> butler <laughs> that's uh, that's a comment i made i was like oh he's better than butler i mean i don't get me wrong chris butler is st louis kid you know, we'd all love to be in his in his shoes. Those of us that grew up here and played, but uh, does anybody his, really care? If his usefulness from, is over. Does anybody really care if someone's from St. Louis? I mean, it's a cool story to have. Hey, it's a well, cool St. Louis guy uh, in the Blues. That's yeah. cool. I, but I mean, really, and he's doing a win. I, I mean, I, that's a conversation yeah. that I have with my father-in-law. He's like, you know, let me ask. He's like, because they bring up all the time. Oh, you know, Maroons from St. Louis. Chris Butler's from St. Louis. He goes. I don't give a shit. I don't. Then again, I don't. I That's don't neat. Play it's neat. So, so he's like, I don't give a shit. But you play hockey. Do you care? And I said, I mean, it's cool, but I, don't, I mean, at the end of the day, I just want the best team out there. I don't care where they're from. I don't See, want Armstrong I, going the extra mile to get somebody from St. Louis just to have someone right. from St. Louis. Isn't we're not the steamers. <laughs> we don't have to get St. Louis people to be, to bring the crowd in. Yeah. To me, I mean, I, I don't know. I. I I put a little something into it because when I grew up playing the only guy from St. Louis, like when you searched the entire hockey card, Pat LaFontaine, Pat LaFontaine. Yeah. And he left when he was three and moved <laughs> yeah, to Detroit. Right. That was the only guy we had. And the other guy was Paul Ranheim, who I think was the same story. <laughs> Landon <laughs> Wilson. Right. Right. Cause his dad played here, right? He was yep. the first of those guys. Well, now we got the Kachucks. Right, so that's and, pretty badass. And damn, they <sighs> did you see the goal Matthew scored last yep. night? Oh my god! Yep. yep, they are they are totally legit NHLers. Yeah, better than father. <clears throat> better than father. <laughs> yep. Did you guys hear? Uh, uh, Brian Burke told a story on trade deadline day real quick about Keith Kachuk. Said that yeah. the 07 team, he uh, he, he a, almost had a deal in place. To move uh, Bobby Ryan for Keith Kachuk. Yep, yeah, but um, the owner, Sam Welly, in Anaheim said, nope, 
not not putting another million dollars into this team. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, Kachuk for Bobby Ryan. Wow. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, he'll uh, he'll wear number forty-two. Does Otto will? Um, do you guys care that uh, it's Bacchus's number? And no, he's uh, it's what a couple years removed from Bacchus. No, no. Bacchus, if if David Bacchus would have taken a hometown discount to stay here, and if he did that and won a cup, maybe we talk about retiring his number. But at this point, he's just another former Blues captain. To me, it's yeah. akin to Carl Gunnarsson wearing Eric Brewer's number four. <laughs> I, I saw some people compare it to the uh, the Pronger situation when uh, 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 Arnott Arnott uh, took forty four. I was and, like uh, Daryl Sador. Sador. That was the one that got bothered me. Was Daryl Sador wearing? Yeah, and uh, to to me, the two aren't compar- comparable whatsoever. I mean, you can't. You're not going to compare no. someone taking Pronger's number who was traded away, and someone taking Bax's number who, who left. left for money. Yeah, for money. Not a lot more money either. Extra years he got. Right. So, but I'm I'm still irked that we've seen a couple guys wear 44 since Pronger. That's that's enough. That is one well, number. Yeah, we said it on this show. We didn't say it anymore, but that is that is something that still irks me to this day. Well, like, we we were of the opinion that the number should be retired. So yeah. that's yeah. <clears throat> you know, in another Pronger, he Delzato's not wearing 44, and it's like right. Right, but then why did Arnott and Sador? Uh, and if you want to buy a retire forty four shirt from our Let's Go Blues Radio shop, it is for sale right now. It's quite fetching. I've <laughs> seen it. I can give a testimonial. It is. It a, is fetching. We did give one away uh, in a contest, so that's uh, uh, yeah. For anyone who wants one, it's there. Check it out. Oh, and I should mention to uh, Bob Wazowski. Uh, I do not Bob have Wazowski. your I will be sending that out tomorrow. I apologize for the wait. I had to, yeah, we had a delay with ours too because sending the shirt and the uh, Tarasenko bobblehead out too because the uh, it took forever for the shirt to get here. Mm. Uh, so the Nashville uh, acquired a few names earlier this month. They acquired, um, 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 oh, the name is escaping me. Uh, 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 Wayne uh, Simmons, Brian Boyle, Boyle. Brian. Boyle. Um, yeah. And then uh, they added Granlund and Simmons at the deadline. Yeah. Did you see the story on Granlund? Oh, uh, well, his, he didn't play because his, his wife was giving his, birth. His uh, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, was in labor when they traded him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, well, that's her own fault right. for going into labor right. on deadline day. Who's, you can't do that. Uh, Paul Fenton had to tell him, right? Is that the GM of the Wild now? Yeah. Yeah, had yeah, to yeah. tell him. Yeah, um, uh, so I know this is not a good time. <laughs> that was that hey, was. There were some really no. great stories on trade deadline day, and that Bill, was let's, one of them. Let's, let's let's reenact that phone call. I'll play. I'll play Granlund. You play Fenton. I'm calling you. Okay. All right. Ring, ring, Hel- ring, ring. H- hello. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, uh, uh, Paul, just want to let you know this is, uh, Mikhail, uh, Canadian accent, please. Canadian accent. Finish. 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 Sorry, finish. I can't do a finish accent. (laughs) Uh, Just fake uh, it. Just do a Brooklyn accent. uh, The girlfriend, uh, (laughs) she's in labor. Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to make it to the game today. You may want to sit me out. 
Uh, well, that's uh, not a problem. Uh, in fact, uh, why don't you buy a plane ticket for Nashville? Wait, we we got Nashville in a couple of days. Um, you do <laughs> for a lot of couple of days. <laughs> for a lot of couple of days. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tell bye. And, uh, we said hi when you see him at the airport. <laughs> uh, Kevin Fiala went to Minnesota for Grandland uh, before acquiring veteran forward Wayne Simmons from Philadelphia for Ryan Hartman and a conditional fourth round pick in 2020. The Simmons deal wrapped up three minutes before the deadline. And a lot of people were like, what the fuck? We could have had him for. Uh, for Robbie Fabry in a fourth round pick. Why didn't we do it? Because we're not in the market for rentals. Yeah, and I, 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 I people, people are down on Simmons too. Uh, I've heard a lot of stuff on as far as like being yeah, a, on the right, decline and right yeah. his because he's the David Backus type player. Played a very heavy game all of his career, and now he's on the wrong side of thirty, and games declining. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I I like Wayne Simmons and and I still like his game, but yeah, I I was not a fan of that trade. I I think Philly wins that trade, honestly. I think Ryan Hartman is a good piece to have in your top 6 and I think uh, he's not like I don't think Wayne Simmons is a huge I mean, yeah, he adds the physical aspect, but in terms of production and in 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 numbers, I don't see a huge difference there. He has, le- think- he has, he has 11 goals. Who Hartman Simmons, Simmons? Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, again, he's he's he brings obviously the other aspects that you want in a playoff type player. But you look at his playoff numbers recently. I think he's a half a point player in the playoffs, which is fine. Um, but like last year, I think he only had like six points. He is uh, he is exactly a half a point player. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> He's like got. You guys uh, are looking at the same website. We probably something. are at the same time. Yeah, he's, I am. I am not looking at a website. Yeah, he's. I'm uh, Kurt's smiling face. Twenty-one points in uh, forty-two games. One hundred and six penalty minutes in yeah. forty-two games. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good player. It's just he's not. I was surprised at what, at the the backlash that Armstrong got from people for not going after him, and I was surprised at what Nashville gave up to get him. Now, I will say, on the flip side to make it an even keel for them, I think they stole the Grandland trade. I absolutely think they stole that trade. I don't I, I saw a couple uh Predators people saying Kevin or uh, Mike Mikhail Grandland is what we hoped Kevin Fiella would turn into. And then they basically just flipped him for the best you would get out of Kevin Fiala. So I I, I think that was a hell of a trade for them, but I wasn't a big fan of the Simmons trade. Uh, see, it's the name. Well, People see the name Wayne Simmons, and they think, you know, the guy that you saw his first couple years in Philadelphia. Well, here's the thing too: is that uh, it was pretty much said, and uh, how much stock you can put in what a GM says before the deadline. Uh, it was said well before the deadline that Armstrong said <clears throat> that if he makes a move on deadline day, it's going to be a hockey move. It's not going to be a rental. It's going to be somebody that makes this team better now and in the future. So he wasn't into rentals, um, and that was when the Blues were playing well and they were, you know, borderlines like, "Hey, what are we going to do now?" Because we're playing better. Um, this is weeks ago, right? 
And so, uh, mm. and I, which, so, and th- this, it shouldn't come as any as a surprise that, that nothing much was done by Armstrong. He got some depth on D in case uh, someone goes down. Right. Um, that's, and that's fine, but that's, yeah. that's it. It's an easy contract to have Delzato here, you know, that we don't have that many porn stars for him to <laughs> uh, harass. That's another thing too, is that uh, of all the porn stars you can choose, come on. I mean, let's 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 pick a quality one here. I mean, let's yeah. let's, be, let's be let's be real. Yeah, Man, he was he was oh, young. Lisa Ann. What's that? I, I'm shaded Lisa Ann. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't know. I just if you can you can pick any one and you pick her to harass. Come on. Can can you pick anyone though? That's, that's to harass on Twitter. You can to, harass. You just can harass on Twitter, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> I was surprised at how much backlash there was and how much bitching there was about the lack of moves by the Blues. I mean, when it was yeah. telegraphed, like you said, right. that we're not going to do a whole lot. And a lot of and people said they didn't they didn't want the Blues. These were fans. Right. A substantial number said, we don't want them to do anything. Don't and, need to. And I think what it is is we have envy of not having Yarmo Kikalainen as our General manager yeah, who's like trading ways and I was just like I mean I've never seen a team go all in as much as Columbus is going all in. That was in right. That was insane to me. Like I mean, I mean the, it's exciting for them for the fans. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, if they don't win this year, oh fuck. Well, if they don't win what? They're not going to win the cup. Well, what I'm if saying they, if they don't win a round because I, I think they just their bar still. I if you have never won a playoff round, isn't shouldn't you just your first goal be well let's win a playoff round because. Right. If they don't win one this year, they probably ain't win one for a while. Yep, because <laughs> so, they'll be in full rebuild mode yeah. after they lose Bobrovsky and Panarin. And yeah, I think I think winning a playoff round Duchenne. would be a huge deal to that city, just because it's like Ooh. it's like it's like it's like it's like a monkey on their back right now. Yeah, especially after last year being up two games in on Washington and in overtime, mm-hmm. being one one shot away from being up three three nil. Who got hurt in the Chicago Anaheim game? Um, Nine. Who was that? Uh, Cass, uh, I I am not familiar with with who that is. Uh, oh, uh, Drake Kajula. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. man. Raquel. Face first into the boards. Five minute major game misconduct. Yeah, he's gonna called. get suspended for that. Yeah. That's a. Oh man. Yeah. He just destroyed him. Uh, he's lucky his head wasn't down. Oh, it was. I mean, it wasn't. Right. I mean, I'm not right. over. His, yeah, it, it wasn't the neck bent making Man. contact. Yeah, he got destroyed. Yeah, that okay. Is, uh, uh, we digress. So, <laughs> yeah, go back to the 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 Columbus talk. I, they're in it to win the cup. You guys think they're in it just to win a, a I, round? I think. Well, obviously well, they want to win the cup, and and they're they, they're yeah, they're. And they and they made they made moves. I'm sure they want to go as far as they can, and sure they would. I mean, that's that's what everyone wants to do. But I think if I think if they win one playoff round, that's such a huge deal because it's like a monkey on their back. They've never won one, and they've and they well, they should have probably last year. They should have won. They blew that. And, and they were they're up, overtime goal away from knocking off Washington. But they're the overtime goal round. away from uh, being up three zero. Yeah, up three zero. Yeah, because yeah. they won the first two and then lost the next four. So I I I I mean, yeah. I mean the moves they made, they're they're all in, which tells. I mean they're what are they still in first place? I didn't look in their division. I saw. Uh, I thought the Isles were. There's still a chance. I mean, with how wide open the the metro kind of is, 
there's still a chance they they could. I mean, it's unlikely. Oh, oh they shit. Could. Playoffs. They they are out right now. I, I okay. Right. They I was, got knocked out last night by Pittsburgh. The Isles are the top team in the Metro. Wow! Can you imagine them missing the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. That would be a big deal. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, even if they go in as a wild card, it's like, whoa! You just forfeited a lot of players. Yeah. Just to go in the wild card. Yeah, th- which to me tells me that Yarmo Kikalainen's been told, you either get us in or you're done. Maybe and, and maybe he, this is it. This is his shot. That that makes well, a lot of sense because that because with the way that team is structured right now, what they've got uh, seventy three points, and we got seventy four, and uh, they're all into win a cup, and we did nothing because uh, we're happy to be here. We're, well, a number of Blues Twitter doesn't think we're even contenders. So yeah, <laughs> no. Um, well, I, I think that's part interesting. Of their, part of their philosophy too with this, I think, is hoping that maybe they 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 all go on a run if they don't win maybe Duchesne, maybe Dezingle, maybe those guys say yeah okay we'll we'll stay around Columbus for a little bit longer and maybe they get those guys to stay but i don't know i think i think you're either going to get them all to stay or none of them are going to stay and and i i think the latter is more likely i don't i don't think i mean i i understand the moves and wanting to bolster your team for the playoffs and being all in and to say that you're in it to win a cup, but realistically, I mean, I don't, mm. I don't know. They're just not. I mean, they have to. They, they, they got to go through some teams. They got to go through. The, I mean, to get to the final, they have to go through Tampa Bay, right? Right. That Washington, Jesus. Pittsburgh, who they cannot beat in the playoffs. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a that's a tough tough road road to hoe. Tough road. How does the phrase go? That's a tough road to haul. Tough road to haul. No. Tough road to hoe. I... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, and I, I'm with you guys too. In the comment you made about uh, Columbus being a contender and the Blues are, you know, I was I was amazed, and I know you guys were too. We were talking about it. How much backlash this organization got yesterday? I mean, the team is winning. And this is the most excited Blues fans have been about a team and probably since, what, the third round a couple yeah. of years ago. Well, and people and <clears throat> are pissed off. There are people that were just slaying the Blues on Twitter yesterday, and I'm like, or two days ago. And, and I got asked if I was high because I was do, like, yeah, they shouldn't make any moves. Do you know, do you know what I th- – here's this is, this is what kind of bugs me about some of the comments that are made. Cause, and I, I know why a lot of people are – pessimistic about this team it's because of how the team started the season they think oh well you know we're bound to regress back to you know near where we were before or come down to earth a little bit um because of how we played before i'm like well this we've seen two teams this season we've seen this team that is playing lights out amazing and we've seen the team that uh was awful right so why why as a fan would when you could pick either one because really, this team could be either one of these teams or some team in the middle. Why would you default pick the team that was the well, the shittiest option? It's like, oh, well, this is who they really are. It's just a matter of time before they go back to that to playing that way. Why? Why isn't the team right now the team who they really are? Because of fifty years of disappointment. But that and, and they, maybe that's a conditioned response to things. I I I can understand that, but I, I really I. 
I don't get the uh, default pessimism and, and and the the decision to choose the worst possible option that this team could be when th- how the team is playing right now. I'd rather the team be have it done this way. I'd rather they be, have uh, had the shitty start and the great finish than to have the great finish and a shitty start uh, um, than a great start and a shitty finish. Right. No, we did that last year. Right. Exactly. And that, I mentioned that on Twitter a few days ago that we did the polar opposite last year. Right. And, it, and we we got fucked because of it. Right. No. It's. I, I think there is the built-in pessimism of being a Blues fan, uh, which I get. You know, it, it's it's one of those things. But but the the trajectory of this team compared to last year and compared to other seasons is like. There is not a whole lot to worry about right now with this team other than getting healthy and staying healthy. The one thing, the one move that, and, you know, I I still think the Keith Kincaid trade for Columbus is a head-scratcher. <laughs> um, you know, that I think a lot of people took that as a sign that Bobrovsky was going to be traded. Uh, but... The Never one was. area that I worry about with the Blues is if Bennington gets hurt. Yeah, well, you know what, though? The the upside to that would be is that the team has been winning under Allen, too, mm-hmm. and playing very well under Allen, too. So I, it's not just – and people want to say that, oh, well, it turned around with the goaltending. Well, it, it started before the goaltending. We, this team was playing substantially better before Bennington took over, um, and uh, but they weren't getting – I mean, and, and they they weren't quite uh, where they are now, obviously, but you could see the turnaround because uh, it was December when this their play turned around. So I, if Bennington does come down to earth or get hurt or whatever, um, I know that that uh, that Jake Allen is a is, you hold your breath when he plays, but uh, uh, and I I would be pessimistic about our chances if Allen were in net full time, but uh, because he's just. I mean, how can you not love Bennington in the way he's played? But uh, I, I, I think we'd still, we wouldn't fall apart with Allen and Ned. I think we'd, we'd regress a little bit. I think, but not as much as maybe you would think. Right. It's not going to be the complete implosion. I don't. The team, the team not. figured out who it was. Yeah, and the team, and it's not just goaltending. The team is playing very well, especially in their own zone, which was one of the huge problems to start right. the season. Was their their defensive zone play was awful. It has been very good. I mean, mm-hmm. the the game against Nashville, the last game, for example, was they suffocated that. They, the Nashville had they didn't have a lot. Right, to, they to, had less than twenty shots. Yeah, right? and the Blues had the Blues had forty. Was it forty four? They doubled their shots over double shots. Yeah. I think they had twenty shots. Right? Nashville, Nashville, or nineteen. Yeah, it was, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I, they the, the Blues controlled that game, and it was just and it it, it was a lot had a lot. It started with the defensive zone uh, right. coverage. You go back to the the game against uh, Dallas, where we gave up four goals. Bennington didn't look as sharp as he was, but the defensive zone coverage in that game was atrocious. Yeah, and right. Yeah, Ten was, was just slow. Yeah, and every game is not going to be perfectly, you know, perfect yeah. roses. I, I I get that. I mean, every team has that. So I mean, as, and like we talked about before, is that you know after after you play a game where it's not your best, uh, it it's how you rebound, how you play the next game. And yeah, they, you know what. I- you know what's funny about that Dallas game is not to go too deep into last week's uh, context, but, you know, we talked earlier in the year about, you know, when the Blues were down one goal, two goal, it was, okay, they're done. You know, well, might no, no point. Might as well mm-hmm. just turn the TV off. 
even though they were being outplayed and it was pretty apparent that Dallas was going to win that game, I I couldn't take my eyes off the TV because I said, you never know with this team. They might actually come back, tie this up, bring it to overtime, and then who knows? Like, I, I seriously kept telling myself, there's still a chance. There's no way they're out of this game. And that's that's what you love as a fan. You love to be able to go into a loss, a situation where it's bleak, it seems like there's no hope, but you're still, hey, these guys can do it. And and just that's what you hope for in a hockey team. And that's what that's what fans are getting right now out of the Blues. Well, they're, and they're, I mean, in a nutshell, they're fun to watch. Yeah. This is a fun team to watch. Yep. And I think win or lose, if a team is fun to watch, I mean, that's that's right. that's all you can hope for. For a nothing nothing game going into the last ten minutes last oh. night, that was I I like, was I I was so highly entertained. Like, you know, I had gotten to the point, and I I talked about it on the show quite a bit that, you know, November December early January, I wasn't taking time to watch the games because it was terrible. Now I like Jeff said, you can't take your eyes off the team. It's just too much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Winnipeg, uh, the teams were chasing Nashville. Winnipeg talked about the moves they made. Uh, Winnipeg added uh, Sentiman Kevin Hayes from the Rangers in exchange for forward uh, Brendan Lemieux, a first round pick and a conditional fourth round pick uh, if the Jets win the Stanley Cup. So and the Blues are like seemingly all of a sudden right behind. Nashville. I mean, they're they have if the, the Blues control their own destiny uh, after the win against Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of in terms of that second second spot. place in the division, because uh, if they win their games at hand and uh, they're a point up on Nashville, so uh, which and, and they're they're four points behind Winnipeg uh, with the same amount of games played. So they're right. They're really essentially right there. With Winnipeg and Winnipeg and Nashville play each other Friday. So that's if we beat Carolina. Uh, then we're getting around on somebody. Yeah. Which winning in Carolina is tough. Winning in Carolina is tough, and you don't want that Winnipeg-Nashville game to go to overtime. Right. <laughs> and then we're back-to-back again with Dallas, right? Y- yeah, Dallas and uh, – I don't have the schedule up here. The uh, YouTube chat, uh, I think we're getting some agreement in the YouTube chat. Utter domination. Damn Skippy, brother. Uh, Rorschach, 5151. Uh, now that wasn't a bad move from the Jets. Hayes is having a career year, but it's a contract year for him, so pure rental. You know what? Uh, Hayes, I pulled up his numbers here. It's funny because it doesn't matter how many games he plays in a season, whether it's 51, 52, 76, he gets about the same amount of points. Yep. It's, uh, it's 42 points, 42 points, 44 points. Um, it's kind of like that football running back that was interviewed and said, uh, uh, hey, if you need... Uh, one yard, I'll get you two. If you need three yards, I'll get you two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I I, uh, I like that move for them, too. Um, and, Bill, you were probably watching the trade deadline coverage, I imagine, right? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah. Because so I wasn't was at work. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I work from home, so I, was, I had it on in the background the whole day. And, and it was... I don't know. I mean, maybe I was just get, catching some of the hype from that, but I saw it on Twitter from some folks too that um, people were really upselling that Kevin Hayes acquisition. I mean, I think it's a good move for them. It's some depth. He had size up the middle for them. But once one thing I saw said this was a better acquisition for them than Paul Stastny last year. 
No, no way. Paul Stastny was phenomenal for them last year when he went there. He was. There's no way that that was the case. And Kevin Hayes, fine player. You know, like I said, he's going to be great for them in their bottom six role. But I don't, I don't think it's a like people. People say, well, Nashville got better because they got Simmons. Winnipeg got better because they got Hayes. And and so what did the Blues do? Oh, they got Delzato. You know what? They and Kurt, you might have even kind of said this to me in in, a, in our chat that they had to get better to match the Blues's depth. I, I said that. I said, I put that on Twitter, and that was uh... it's it's kind of a joke. <laughs> it, it, it was it was it was tongue in cheek, um, in a way. And and it touches back to the, the so it really doesn't matter. Oh my gosh, if you didn't make a move on deadline day, you didn't do anything to improve your team. Well, that's bullshit. Because if you make a move a month or two earlier, you improve your team. If you make a move in the preseason, like the Blues like loaded up in the preseason, uh, in the, in the off season, that that's making moves to improve your team. But it doesn't fucking matter when you do it. I mean, yeah, okay, you're approaching the playoffs, and you may see a need in the playoffs that you want to address. But really. Okay, what need does this team have right now? I mean, there's there's a I mean a couple of depth moves we can make, but really, I mean the uh, assuming we get healthy again, which is a big if, but if we can get our guys back healthy, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of need. I mean, pressing need on this team. We're we're pretty we're pretty deep, um, and well balanced, I think. Yeah, I saw some people calling this team a one line team, and you gotta build it around the other lines. Okay, you get Shen back, you get Perron back, and I know that we make the uh, it's like making a trade joke every week, but but really, you get those guys back. Shen's back on your top line. Schwartz and Perron are back on your second line. Your third line's going to have Steen and Bozak, or well, maybe not Bozak. Bozak will probably still be on the second pairing, but but either way, yeah, that's Thomas, adding, Thomas yeah, on third line. This team is deep, and I know that people are saying right now the team's not scoring a lot of goals. You know what? They don't need to. That. Nashville's not scoring a ton of goals. They don't need to. They're getting defense in the goaltending. It's sometimes you go through those slumps. It doesn't matter if you're all four of your lines aren't scoring at the same time. All that matters is when one line isn't scoring, another line is stepping up. And you got to hope that when this first line cools down for the Blues, that's what the second and third line will be doing. Uh, Dallas added Mark Zuccarello from the Rangers. This was uh, before deadline day. <laughs> but this this warrants a mention because they're you know they're they're chasing us. But uh, and two draft picks go to New York. Zuccarello broke. I I don't want to laugh about an injury like this. I I mean I right. feel bad for the guy and and but I'm more laughing at Dallas fans. But uh, uh, broke his arm in the first game for Dallas out four weeks at least. I'm um, laughing at Jim Nill because you know he <laughs> he makes that trade. And he's like, all right, we're good. Yeah. And second period of his first game, and his season could be done. I, I laugh because I hate, I hate Dallas. I, I just my I hate team's him. not horse shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they lost uh, last game. They they played uh, the Knights. I think it was last night. Yeah. Knights. And they yeah they uh, they allowed it was a one to one game late in the third, and they allowed a goal. And they allowed like two or three more with the goalie pulled. So it was, yeah, they, they kind of, that was, that was kind of, I was, I was laughing while I watched the end of that game. Yeah. As you tweeted out, it just came up in my Twitter feed. <laughs> Vegas board just scored two of the flukier goals you'll see against the Stars to take the lead in the third period. And you post 
the Jim Carrey gift. <laughs> yeah, the, the the snickering, laughing, uh, giddy laugh. Yeah, well, it was a the one that I think it was the go ahead goal was just a shitty. I don't know if you saw it. It was a, a, a botched play by Bishop and uh, the, the the behind the net and the puck was uh, centered and went off a defenseman's skate and then in the open net because Bishop had gotten back. It was really goofy looking. And I'm like, oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Bishop was having a pretty good game to that point. Too. He was. He was. And uh, he ended up with an Allen game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the the Nashville game last night, uh, Blues win 2 nothing. Uh Sammy Blay, the goaltender, uh, the Globetrotter, uh, before the game, his, uh, his, his plane was at 7.30 in the morning. Uh, to Denver, and when he got to Denver after the flight, he opened his phone and he was told to come back to the to St. Louis for the game because Steen uh, was sick. <laughs> so he got to St. Louis at two thirty, got a light fifteen minute nap in, and came to the rink and played a decent game. <laughs> I'll tell you what, his last two games, I mean that the that shootout goal against Boston, holy oh yeah, fuck. that was amazing. God, I mean he was on the goal line and he put it. On the roof. Yep, that was that was fantastic. And he was all over the ice last night. He was insanely good. And that that speaks to the Blues' depth, which, which we talked about uh, a lot lately. And uh, he's one of those guys you can plug in, and uh, he makes it hard to take him out. So, Bennington got the start. Um, blues uh, control this game. Bad value shot in Nashville, um, but it was a barn burner. Uh, scoreless into the third. Blues got two goals in the third. Uh, Petrangelo, uh, uh, Bozak from uh, Tarasenko and Petrangelo with 7.25 left in the game, which uh, took the roof off our house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because my kids, uh, uh, I'm letting them stay up, watch these games, uh, you know, cause it's, it's because it's exciting. Because you're a good dad. I'm a good dad. And it's exciting hockey. And they won two and they love it. So it's great. Um, and so, uh, and then uh, Petrangelo got the empty net goal with four seconds to go. Bennington stops all 19 shots to record his fifth shutout in his 18th start. Which uh, that's a new state record. <laughs> <laughs> He's now tied with Bobrovsky for the second most shutouts in the NHL this season, one behind Flurry and Vasilevsky. And, and he's, he's done it in half a season. Starts. <laughs> that's a modern day new NHL record, uh, which it is because uh, I I posted that uh, graphic there that the NHL uh, uh, tweeted out. Uh, that's the best, the most shutouts in the first eighteen starts since uh, the thirties. Which uh, Frank Brimsek had six in 38-39. And before that, don't forget uh, someone I grew up watching, Lorne Shabbat. <laughs> Back in 26-27. <laughs> yeah, he had six as well. And Jacques- yeah, you know what he was famous for? He used to uh, have a monkey on his shoulder and he'd smoke a cigar during games. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard about that uh, from the moving pictures. <laughs> I think I think they had and uh, the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, people really talk like that back then. It wasn't just the movies. Um, I think it was like a Hollywood accent, just that just that <laughs> dialect, that part of the country. Wow, <laughs> see. Uh, so you guys know that uh, Jordan Bennington is now the uh, franchise leader in shutouts. No, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> uh, but he is <laughs> tied. He he is tied for seventeenth right now in Blues all-time shutouts. Which is not really a, a testament of, of Bennington's massive shutout uh, success. It's more a testament of our, our goaltending history. Our mediocrity. <laughs> right. We haven't had a lot. Of, well, we've had some really good goaltenders, right. just not here that long. Right, right. 
Plant Hall. Yeah, at the end of their careers. Right. Uh, Joseph didn't stay here. Cooch, um, um, uh, Grant Fuhrer Fuhr. was here at the end of his career. Roman um, Turek. Yeah, Tom Turek. Rattel. Yeah. <laughs> Brent Johnson. Chris Beckford, so. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rutkowski. Oh. I was going to say Jablonski. God damn it. Now I got to choose another lefty. Shit. Jeff Sargent. Jeff Speaking Sargent. of lefty. Oh. <laughs> Bruce Racine. Guy Hebert. Merrick nice. Schwartz. Riendo. Hanu Toivonen. Mm. That one. Mm. We could name Rick Hines. <laughs> Daryl May. Look it up. Mid-80s. Wamsley. Phil Meir. Millen. All day. Really <laughs> a lot of goalies. Actually, actually, I I'm waiting for it. Um, but one of my favorite Twitter followers is at Doug Norris, or favorite follows. He doesn't follow me. I follow him, and every Monday he does a post ten pictures of goalies from one team, and you know just post the picture. And later that day, he reveals who they are. Hmm. And just following that on Monday is great. And you learn so much if you try to figure out who it is. And you realize, holy shit, every team, even the Ottawa Senators, who've only been around since, you know, this incarnation of them has only been around since 92. How many goalies a team actually goes through? Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Well, we could have, I mean, that one season went through uh, Jim Carrey, right? Mike Liute didn't say Liute, at which uh, uh, Rorschach fifty one fifty one said that in the mm-hmm. YouTube chat. But that Sanowski, oh Ed Sanowski, <laughs> Rick Hines. I said Rick Hines. Did you? Yes. You I love it. He gets two votes. Wow. <laughs> it yeah, it's it, it is amazing just how many goalies come through the NHL in every team. But yeah, yeah highly recommend it at Doug Norris. Or, or I think it's at, at Doug Norris, or maybe it's Goalie History. I think his website is goaliehistory.org. Or That's cool. Goalies.org. I should I look it up say, and give it to you right. I want to say that uh, uh, STL Blues History uh, has talked about him before. Yeah. <clears throat> from from a goalie perspective, he is the best fellow I've found. What's that one website, goaliearchives.com? Something like that. Gives you the the goalies for every team of all time. Mm, that's I, too. Yeah, I think that's his site. Okay, well there you go. Uh, so PK Subban, last game, Mister Bad Talk Show. Mister, um, I'm dating Lindsey Vaughn. Have you seen his talk show? Did we talk about this before. Yeah, it's at Goalie History. At Goalie History. Okay. okay. Have you seen Lindsey Vaughn? I have seen Lindsey Vaughn. Um, I like Lindsey. Vaughn. She's very attractive. Good, good for mm. PK. But uh, this is we're talking about hockey now. Okay. <laughs> uh, is Tiger Woods going to give us a uh, um, uh, Sean Avery sloppy seconds video? <laughs> uh, oh, Sean Avery. The cat. That would be amazing. <laughs> the classy guy, Sean Avery. Uh, yeah, I mean, is anybody surprised at the way, uh, I mean, at, at Subban's antics again this game? I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's so, we, when we talked about this when he went, to, went in the trade, uh, from Montreal uh, for Weber, I, I I I love the guy's talent, but fuck if he's not if he doesn't pull shit like this, and I'm sure, and yeah, it's one of those things where if he's on your team, you love him, and you and you love the the pot stirring shit that he does, but 
as far as like a hockey fan sense, the opposing fans go, it's like, well, fuck, he's one of the more hated guys uh, that you want to play against. Oh, easily. And and he's a guy that I, I actually like him and his personality. I do too. Yeah. I, I, I do too. With you, I didn't like his show. I, I thought I, that was. I hated the show. It was. Just, it was but, yeah, I mean, when I've seen him in interviews and the shit he's done with like uh, Pierre when he's messed with him and. I'm always like, oh, okay, he's a funny guy. He like, no. seems like a good locker room guy. And uh, Bill, I'm sure you you like him because it was Montreal days. Oh, uh, I yeah, I still haven't. I I do, and I still haven't forgiven Mark Bershman for that trade. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was a terrible. I, I didn't trade. like the trade at the time. I was like, oh, I think yeah. Nashville won that trade. Well, they they did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, PK is a he is a natural entertainer, and I I expect him to kind of do the the go the way of Sean Avery, retire early and focus on entertainment, and he's going to make a killing at it. Unlike Avery, who focused on what fashion isn't that what he went into oh i probably yeah as a new york guy but but no i i think he's he's the perfect showman i mean you go back to the videos he did with the children's hospital in montreal uh the two years in a row where he that is just the most like i i watch those and i'm i'm just you know just amazed at what a great great person and great showman he is but leave leave the bullshit off the ice (laughs) Uh, Jesse Hill comments in YouTube chat said, "Wasn't Steve Ott a similar player?" Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I, I think Steve Ott did uh, a lot more shit disturbing, and he was not near as talented. Right. Even right. though he, fantasy wise, Steve right. Ott was a pretty damn good oh. player to have in your fantasy hockey right. team because he would were, get a lot of penalty minutes right. and he put some points up for right. a while. He he was the like he and Brendan Morrow were yes. the, the two guys that you wanted for every category. Yeah, right. He was like across the board guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I but he's, yeah, I was just going to say uh, to Jesse's comment that I, go ahead, Bill. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> that I think that Ott, Ott is probably the best chirper I've ever heard, yeah. but he's not a showman. PK Subban isn't an entertainer. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Ott wasn't trying to entertain the fans necessarily. He, he, was, he was trying to entertain both benches and the refs. His job was to get under the skin of other players and just do dirty stuff like subtly, more or less. Ott, uh, Ott annoyed me because he he would, I think people would get under his skin more than, than people do with Subban and he would make, take a stupid penalty, just an absolutely dumb penalty at the wrong time. Subban, I mean, he definitely retaliates, but I think he's smarter about making sure the referee's not looking, going behind the play and doing something, and he gets away with it more because I think maybe maybe it's just because he's a more likable guy to the refs. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think Ott, he got rung up plenty of times yep. for taking a stupid penalty. You don't really see Subban do that a whole lot. Jesse Hill said, the, so then what's the problem with what Subban does? And I'm like, I, 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 if, if, if he was on my team, I wouldn't have a big problem with what he does. Well, one, he doesn't get called, and so it's not, it's not hurting the team. They don't call penalties on the guy you know, that much, and uh, and he's a good, he's a good player. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with what he does necessarily that much if he's on my team. The problem I have is that, you know, like any fan that plays against the Predators, they're gonna fucking hate him because it, because he pulls that shit. That's just the way that sports work. I mean, that that kind of player you you enjoy having on a team because it's like ah yeah we're we're taking it to the team and not getting called for it. 
But uh, as a opposing fan, you fucking hate it. It's just the way it works. Um, let's see. The Blues are the Blues finished February twelve one and one, setting a new team record for wins in a February. That's a new state record. <laughs> How many times are you? Gonna I don't know. The Brian Regan bid it. I don't know. I like Brian Regan. Blues. Well, are you all- know what's about that is that that's actually they tied the record for most wins in one month because February is month. such a such a short month they can't build on that. Right. So uh, they, this is actually the record for any one month. It's just happened to be in the 28-day month. Right. They tied the record for a different month, but they, they set the record for February. Right. For, for them. Right. For them. Yeah. Uh, Blues are only four points behind Winnipeg with equal games played. Five points behind Nashville with three games in hand. Uh, we talked about this. Winnipeg and Nashville play each other on Friday night when we play Carolina on the road. And then uh, we play Dallas at home. And then a much needed three-day break, which we haven't had three break in a long time. We're in the midst of one right now two day break we oh wednesday thursday no we play friday <laughs> right but we were so wednesday, wednesday thursday off oh you're right yeah you're right, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's uh yeah, you've been you've been away from work too long i have <laughs> i've lost track of time <laughs> god ryan miller that was a bad goal i didn't see it yeah what yeah. ryan miller a lot of bad goal <clears throat> i'd say there's more than a five percent chance of that happening uh-huh. <laughs> uh they're, uh, let's see, seven of our last eight games to end the season are at home. So there's that. Yeah. Not that it matters. We play good on the right. road, too. Right. We've uh, a lot of games on the road, and now you've got the, the basketball and uh, wrestling tournaments in town. Still going to be away from the, the rink for a week or two, right? Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. March Madness. Or Arch Madness. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, this has been. This was actually a very heated uh, topic of discussion last night, um, or was it yesterday? Last night, whenever it was, uh, between some notable Blues accounts on Twitter, uh, are the St. Louis Blues legit contenders? Are they legit Stanley Cup contenders right now? Right now? Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm not going to predict the future, but I mean, right now. Yeah. If the playoffs I mean, right started now. today, yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, Even they, with the injuries. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The way they're playing. No, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I don't think anybody, anybody wants to play the Blues right now. Who would? I know. I'm just saying. I, I think right now, yeah. But that's that's the issue. You know, a lot of people are saying, are they peaking too early? And you just have to hope that maybe it's not a matter of peaking. Maybe they're playing at a level that they can maintain. Now, I, again, I think we've said this before. There's no way Bennington keeps up the numbers he's putting up, but. If he drops back down to the average for a goalie and the Blues start putting up two, three goals a game, I think that's conceivable. That makes him a contender. Yeah. All he needs to do is be an average goalie who doesn't give up deflating goals, and I think this team's going to be good. Yeah, and I think that applies to any goalie. Anytime your goalie allows deflating goals, uh, soft goals uh, in big games especially, uh, where goals are a premium, um, it just—it's a deflating thing. You can't get around that. I don't, and I don't think uh, it's in people's nature to shrug that off easy at all. If you're mm. a player, it's, I mean, it's mm. happened to me. If you're if it, on a team and I, you, you have no faith in your goalie, it allows a soft goal in a big game, and it, it, it's a struggle to score goals. It's tight scoring, and uh, your goalie allows a softier too. It's like it's just you, you get deflated. 
You say that with uh, your goalie sitting right across from you. I uh, played uh, with a number of goalies. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill was one of them. Bill was not, uh, you know, I, we we I was fortunate to actually uh, play with uh, uh, we, good goaltending on the teams I played on. With Bill, my cousin, my brother, we always had. Yeah, and it was the whole entire team. We played well together too. I, we we had some good teams, so that was that was fun. Yeah, for for the most part, I didn't play goal all that often. No, on the you teams that we played together on. No, uh, you uh, it'll kill on Belleville when they were open. You played mm. some. Yeah. Um, Keith played most of the games. Uh, Jeff yeah. played a lot of D. You played a lot of D. Mm-hmm. But Bill would spot start. Jeff yeah. would too. Yeah. So, um, I I agree with you. I think the Blues are contenders. I don't know how they couldn't be. I think if you're saying they're not, which we touched on earlier, the and you're expecting the team to fall back to the way they played earlier in the season, uh, I, I I don't. Not sure exactly why that mindset would be in place, but I, 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 ch- I choose to pick the good team right. <laughs> to to stay with. I, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm. That's the way I am. Yeah, they're the way I see this team now is that you know even two weeks ago I figured uh, we'll make the playoffs out in the first round. Now I don't know. Well, with the way Nashville is playing and Winnipeg is playing, we're probably going to play Nashville unless we catch Winnipeg, unless we finish first. Mm -hmm. We are going to play Nashville. (laughs) Which, which then you know, is that crazy that we're going to wind up playing one of the teams that we've left in the dust? If 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 we overtake and if if we finish first, right? Yeah, finish first. I know. And you wind up playing Dallas Dallas or or Minnesota. (laughs) I oh, that's that's. I mean, it it's it's going to be. I don't think it matters who we play in the first round. Um, I guess we could play. I don't, I don't want to play Winnipeg. That's who I don't want to play. Yeah. I, I I would love to play Nashville in the first round. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, part of me, and we we talked about this before. I want revenge from a few years ago when we lost to them. I, I that's that's just in my nature to get them back. Well, something else we've talked about on the show is just. How the playoffs is just entertaining hockey. Yep. That's going to be an entertaining seven game series right there. I mean, if, if if the last three what three games we've played against them, if they, if it's the playoffs are, I mean, that's regular season. I mean, the, the intensity is going to be bumped up even more in the playoffs, and those games were fantastic. I mean, the they were playoff level games. Yeah, uh, just each one of them. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, and that, Jake Allen won one of them. <laughs> he did, he did. He was forced to play <laughs> in the back to back. I mean, we, I mentioned it last week that the O'Reilly overtime goal. I jumped up and yelled like I haven't yelled in years over a Blues game. I did it again when Bozak scored last night. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's it's crazy that you see that the, these these plays this team's making to to come up with big and big game situations and. You say, how can they not be considered contenders at this point? Jesse Hill asked in the YouTube chat, do any of you think we can win a playoff series versus Winnipeg? It's possible. I, th- I, th- I, I the Winnipeg is not playing very well right now. Right. I, I, they're, I mean, they're they're not like they were early in the season. They're falling right. off. And so. Hellebuck's not having the same kind of year he had last year. No. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think that they are, you know, that they're completely unbeatable. 
No, I, and I think especially now we haven't. Uh, the, we I don't think we've fared too well against them this season. But no, uh, but it's we've we still haven't figured out. I mean, what Liney lit us Liney, up for five goals, right? Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, if, if we figure out how to cover him and then not let some of their water bug type forwards get open. I, I'd, I'd like to play them right now. Uh, do we play them again? And it's been a while since we have. We no, we've got to play them at least once more. Which is good, Pretty right? sure we play them one more time. I think we do. I think you're right. Uh, let's see. Not this month because this month is done. Yep. Uh, we do not play them in March, so we don't we play don't them again. Play them. Oh, we're done with them. Huh. What an insane schedule. Yet we play Ottawa. We play Buffalo, Carolina, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, New York, Rangers. New Jersey. What the we hell is that? Have, we only have two more division games. Yeah, but uh, Dallas, Dallas and oh, I'm sorry, three Dallas, Chicago, and Colorado. Yeah, and our schedule in March is is pretty. Easy. I mean, it's way easier than February. Our strength, strength of schedule the rest of the way is pretty easy. I think it's the third easiest. I think I read. Um, we there's, and that's what makes me think that this team we could win the division, and that is bonkers to me. Just just based on where the team was before in the mm-hmm. season, and and how and what and the fate we accepted of this team at one point, and now that we have a realistic shot of. Of if they keep playing well, of winning the division, that's ah, that, okay. Uh, w- this was t- tweeted to us, uh, I think yesterday. Uh, strength of schedule down the stretch with Winnipeg, Nashville, and St. Louis, uh, and this was before last night's games. So uh, before last night, Winnipeg was at seventy-eight points with a six twenty-nine. Uh, let's see, what does that mean? P percentage, point percentage? Yeah, our six and. Are six eight since the All Star break. Projected results based on remaining strength of, strength of schedule and recent performance. Uh, seven eight versus red. Okay, I'm gonna skip ahead. Uh, their project. Okay, their projected final points is a hundred. Is that Dom Lecision's model? Uh, I don't that see might it. Be it, it might be. Yeah, it might be. I don't, I don't see it on here, but I think it is. Um, so their projected final points is 100. Nashville's projected as 101. This is all based on strength of schedule. Um, and St. Louis's is 104. Wow. Food for thought. I, I, and really, uh, the, the March's schedule and April, the, the four games in April, uh, they are, you know, it's it's it's. I, I can't get over our, our – our, I still can't – like it was a dream in February because we – I rem- specifically remember our – are us me saying on the show at one point right before February started said our season will be made made or broken in February because mm-hmm. of the schedule is so tough and I said if we can get through February being like around a wild card spot I think we'll be okay because March is easy mm-hmm. and they blew through February like like it was nothing yeah I mean go back to the um when we had we had to go uh, basically the three straight games against two of the best four teams in hockey yep and tampa and nashville and we dominated those games tampa nashville nashville and won all three i said i I wanted one point out of that and we got six all six yeah 
we said if they went 500 in February, that's a win with when you look at that schedule. Yep. And 12 one and one. That's that's crazy. And it, I mean, it's a testament to the goaltending. It's a testament to the overall team play. The defense has just been. I. It all came together, and uh, I think people have started to say they hate the word gelling, as far as yeah. what the team's doing. But whatever. How how else are you gonna fucking describe it? The yeah. team came together like all at once. So everything is going well for this team right now, and it it's it can be hard for some pessimistic folks, myself sometimes included uh to 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 accept that but this is this has got to be one of the best times to have been a blues fan in, like, over the short period of of time like just from from the depths that we were at the beginning of the season to where we are right now um i uh i think uh and it's i saw another chart too that our chances of winning the cup are better than Nashville's according to a model. This is like, it's kind of funny. Well, I think just barely it's like 8% chance and, yeah. and Nashville's is like six point something. Tampa's is like 80. Uh, it's, I think it was in like the 15s or something. Yeah. 20, whatever. But yeah, it was, it, 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 it was interesting. So, I mean, you can't put, I mean, they're interesting to talk about and to discuss, but really, cause last season, Remember the whole Blues chance of making the playoffs, 98%. And we missed And then they tanked, mm-hmm. and we missed it barely. So that, I mean, that, that's a, it's a it's a model based on past performance and expected performance, and so you it's a prediction. As, as we all know, past performance does not guarantee future results. No. And if you ever find a financial advisor who tells you otherwise, <laughs> file a complaint and get your money back. <laughs> You, I was gonna say, I'm like, man, I used to read that sentence all the time. Where did I used to see that? Oh yeah, I used to work for a financial institution. That was, uh, yeah, and and it's funny because um, you can you can make that same comment uh, uh, when folks brag about having so many Stanley Cups and it's like, best performance does not guarantee future success. <laughs> Detroit, we are looking at you. Yeah, just because you have so many cups in your past, uh, that's not going to help you this year you won a cup 10 years ago that's not going to help you this year montreal how mm. when's the last year they won a cup 80 what who montreal 93 90, 93 that's right 93, 93 against kings yeah right yeah yep barry melrose john leclerc is this the longest drought for them that they're uh, right now? yeah because mm. yeah because they, they've I think, won 26 cups mm-hmm. yeah right they i mean they had night the 90s or the eighties were the first decade where they did win multiple Stanley Cups in a decade. And then the nineties continued that and then yeah. The singles they They're, did not. They are the last Canadian team to win a Stanley Cup. That's and uh Toronto's got a shot this year. Yeah, Toronto's got a great shot, especially if you listen to their media. <laughs> well, they always have a great shot at winning the cup. Well, Actually not. They're pretty pessimistic. No. But they always have a great shot of landing that big name free agent. Right. And they finally did. <laughs> yes, they did. Finally. They still just don't have the defense. I'm I'm not convinced on them. And they didn't <sighs> they didn't they, do anything. I hear, I hear Bobrovsky and Panarin are both going to Toronto. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it is there no salary cap next year? Yeah, right. Not for Toronto. Toronto missed the boat when the before the salary cap, not winning a cup. Mm-hmm. They really should have just spent yeah. because they had the money. Well, they did, but they spent it on guys like Matt Sundin and Wendell Clark. 
Yeah. And Feel whoever tough. was the whoever was the you know flavor of the month. What was that defenseman they used to have? Um, he had a big nose. Boreas Salming? <laughs> Are you going back that far? <laughs> I was not going back that far, but that's a good reference. <laughs> it's one of the great names in Toronto history. Uh, you guys want to open up the show for a few minutes, see if we can... Talk to anybody? Sure. I don't know if anybody's going to join, but I don't got to be at work till tomorrow, and that's true. Apparently, there's all kinds of puppy shit all over my house, so I'm not looking forward to going home. There we go. I have uh, tweeted out the link to join us live on the air. If anybody would like to jump on and uh, give us your two cents on Bennington, Allen, our playoff chances, are we legit cup contender? That's a hot topic. Some people were pissed <laughs> about that conversation. Um, Blues, uh, we got a social media fail for the first time in a few weeks. Uh, Jeff, you want to? This is your social media fail. I mean, Sorry, I, you're right. You, you, uh, did, you didn't I, make the media I, fail. You found you, it. You found it. You unearthed it. Right. You, you mined it. it. Yeah, it's yours. This is from our uh, Brett Garou. Garou. Uh, at BurnKU, which that's just a lovely Twitter handle. Um, Just a disaster for the Blues. This was after the trade deadline. Uh, Just a disaster for the Blues. Nashville just grabbed Simmons at the deadline. Today was a bad day for Armstrong to do his best Mosellac impression. Hashtag STL Blues. Uh, And that thread just kind of continued. Basically, just saying the Blues were kind of dumb for not making any moves at the deadline. And I'm not going to argue with people who, who think the blue should have done something more, but to say that with the way this team's playing, it's like people just, some people just forgot that they just came off an 11 game winning streak. They've played great since then. I mean, the Dallas game was the one caveat there, but other than that, they've, they've played great hockey since. And I don't know, I guess people just expect them to, some people expect them to make some earth shattering move at the deadline when I mean, at least the people on this show will tell you they didn't need to do that. Yeah. I, I and I think, uh, what we said before that, I think that the, the blues made their moves in the, uh, off season. That's, that's where they made their big splash. And it turns out that it's, working now and they're gonna get some players back from injury so you know that's that's the moves they're gonna make and i think i think they're okay i'm okay with that what what was the the i think we brought this up last week uh which it's key tweeted out wait a minute guys what if mike yo was the problem yeah right I know. Yeah. uh zed has joined us i think oh shit i'm sorry i'm doug doug okay well it says that on the screen I know it's my bad, my bad. Two different accounts. I run, uh, I run a a separate thing on on Facebook. Okay, so we'll fire a producer. Hiding from the law, or no, no, no. I run a uh, a um, uh, I run a site on Facebook. I have a a a side name, a stage name, I guess you say. Okay. Oh, I would have just gone with Zed's dead baby. Yes, actually, that's where I got that from. That's 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 the first thing I thought of, and I I felt bad. Then you said it, and I'm like, I don't feel so bad. No, I'm I'm the I'm I'm the Johansson guy. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, <it's> you. <laughs> uh, I will not. I will not tell you to to do what no, I said. Actually, <laughs> uh, when 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 uh, when they when when that when that came out, I was like, "Holy shit, that's fucking awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> and who it came from, dude? That was pretty cool. I'm like, "Oh wow, he's got a mouth on him." <laughs> yeah, Sunquist. Uh, so, uh, my, 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 your name is my, blanking me. Doug. Doug. Sorry. I keep thinking Zed. Uh, Doug, 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 Doug. Uh, what's on your mind, Doug? Are we a Stanley cup contender? Are the blues? You know, of course he actually puts us, uh, second best in the West. I mean, that, that, that's, uh, what the, that's not, that makes sense to me. I mean, based on our play and how things are projecting who's yeah. best is it is it winnipeg or is it san jose san jose yeah san jose is scary oh no, no 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 like in the central we're supposed of course he's putting us to win the 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 central oh, yeah wow. and uh probably calgary is probably number one right is it calgary or san jose san jose no okay. no no i'm sorry you're right it is calgary yeah because there's calgary, uh, calgary. The... i i say bring on calgary yeah, yeah. i'm scared of them We've played I'm them not, well. Actually, the only team I'm scared of in the West is is, is San Jose. Me too. Okay. Yep. That, that's the only team I'm scared of because they're just doing these these amazing things with where the fuck did they come from? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, they were playing outstanding hockey. Yeah. It it took a while for that group. Carlson. Carlson's hurt now, though. Yeah, but he's got a groin issue. Eh. Yeah, but look at look at the winning streak that they were on when he was out. Right. He and even an injured Carlson, you go back to a couple of years ago, right. he got the Senators to an overtime away from the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. Single handed well, and single yes, Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but there's gonna be all kinds of things wrong with all kinds of players in the playoffs. That's how it works. You know, Tarasenko yeah. dislocated shoulder, Berglund dislocated shoulder two years in a row. <laughs> we, we know this. Patrice Bergeron actually died between the second and third period between the game, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So who was I chatting on with Twitter this morning about uh taking uh quit quit uh, uh all these people saying second place, but it should be first. Uh, might have been me. I run my mouth a lot on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it was on a tweet that you guys put out saying, uh, you know, the Blues hold their own. Uh, uh, oh, on this on the second place. Yes, said, that was me that said, uh, yeah, but you know, we're, they're only one point out of right. first place. So why don't why why aren't we going for both? But I mean, here look at look at uh, uh, Winnipeg's next nine games. They are going to have a real challenge of actually holding their points. I mean, their 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 next nine games are just absolutely uh, just all top players, all top players. I'm pulling up the schedule right now. They're playing uh, Nashville, Columbus, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Washington, San Jose, Boston, Calgary. Holy shit! Yeah. That's exactly that. That's why I t- tweeted that out. I'm like, I, they they have yep. got, they've got their hands full. They what? they might actually take third in this division with that with that schedule. Then they have Anaheim and L.A. and then they go back into a very tough schedule again. Vegas, Nashville, uh, or Vegas, Nashville, Dallas Islanders. Yeah, man. That you know what? And the, my my point was with the 
control on destiny, I guess, finishing second, right? That's what you're referring to that I tweeted out. Yeah. yeah. And it was only because, you know, our three games in hand and five points behind Nashville, if, exactly. we, if we win our games in hand, we're, we're up on them and then we control our destiny. But yeah, no, I agree with you that we're right there with Winnipeg. And then I didn't, I hadn't looked ahead on Winnipeg's schedule that far. Yeah. And I knew they had a tough schedule. I didn't realize it was that kind of a gauntlet. They Man, have the that's... hardest schedule in the NHL this, this month. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, that's going to be rough. Oh, it's gonna be real rough, and and the way they're playing right now, I mean, yeah. they they either pull it together or they're gonna make a wild card spot. That'd be crazy. They could if they lose three or four in a row, they're 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 not gonna finish first. That's it's do, and that Nashville schedule is tough too. Let me pull theirs up. Yeah, they're, I don't. It's not that tough. It's not as tough as Winnipeg's, but but here, I mean, with with both their schedules, it's teed up for us to take first place. Literally take first place. The only thing we have to worry about is making sure that that we don't play down to our competition, which is no, what we are absolutely known for. I, I agree with you. And that's, I mean, it's obviously you want an easier schedule, but then again, on the other hand, you're like, it kind of scares you because you're like, you don't want the team to get cocky and overconfident because these teams would love to, you know, spoil the party. So yeah. uh, Winnipeg plays, or Nashville plays Winnipeg, Minnesota, Minnesota, Carolina, Anaheim, LA, not too bad. But then you got San Jose, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Columbus. So yeah, there's some there's some tough ones in there. Not near as as bad as Winnipeg, though. Man, I would not. They they got the short straw with that March schedule. That's oh sucks. yeah, yeah. I mean that's they, that's they worse than our February schedule. Our schedule in February, uh, and even worse so. And we had a, we had a really tough February schedule, and this is worse than ours. Way worse than ours. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I, I, I think, I think first is is really kind of teed up for us to lose if we want it. If you know, it, it's ours to lose. That'd be that'd be a fantastic story, and I think if we if the Blues do maintain their their play and finish first and 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 whatnot, uh, how do you not give Coach of the Year to Brobe? No, that's not a. I mean. Shouldn't shouldn't be a challenge. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Tampa Bay is just, they, I mean, I know. Yeah. Absolutely insane of a hockey team. And it, there should be no reason why they don't lose the cup. I mean, it, I mean, don't win the cup. I mean, they're such a good all around hockey team. Only one time in the past 10 years, I think it was one time in the past 10 years, the uh, president's winner has won the cup. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Blackhawks. It's, it's I think historically it's only like eight or nine teams have done yep. it. I think it's eight teams in the 20 some odd years that they've been given that out 26 years or something. Yeah. It's not, they don't, for some reason, uh, the president's cup winner does not win the cup as much as you think. I follow you, but is any of those teams as strong as this Tampa Bay team? How strong were the blues back when they lost in the first round of San Jose? Well, in some of those <laughs> capitals teams a couple of years ago. Nowhere yeah. near like Tampa Bay is. The, Tampa's fantastic, right. but but the right. but we, we say this every year with with teams and uh, the playoffs being a different animal. Uh, it just it, the playoffs can eat you alive. Uh, yeah, Tampa they have a tough tough division to go through. So they got to go through Toronto. That's going to be tough. That is t- that's a tough game. That's going to be the that's going to be the one team that is going to challenge them. I, I don't think there's a team in the West that's going to challenge them. I would not disagree with you. But uh, yeah, and but the thing is, getting there it's a long road just to get there. So I, I'm, I, I'm. There's a number of different storylines here too with 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 these the way these playoffs are going to go. So it's gonna be, I, I'm going to love 
uh, not just because the Blues are in it or should be in it or they better be in it this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but got uh, our hopes up. Oh my it. God, I know, right? This is the most Blues thing ever to then fall off and miss the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, there's this. This is gonna be a fun year. There's a lot of different uh, ways this could go, and uh, a lot of different, a lot of intriguing things. That I mean, hell, uh, our first round matchup if we play Nashville. Holy God, I, that's gonna be a fantastic series if we play them. I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. I, 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 I know, I know. But if if we do, uh, I I I think that would be a great uh, a great series. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here it's uh, you know, like I said, it's it's our it's our uh, it, it's our it, it it's it's our first place to lose. I, I mean, we, we really if we if we play the Blues game right now the way we're playing, I don't think anybody's taking the Central except for us. Uh, but in the same regards, if we play what we normally do against weaker teams, then we'll finish in third. Well, yeah, I mean, so that's that's my concern is that you look at historically. I mean, and even just in the Doug Armstrong era. And, Hell, even in the the post Hitchcock era, this team has always kind of played at the level of their opponents, and maybe lately that's not been the case. But for the most part, they have. So they went into February and barnstormed. Now they look in March and say, "Okay, hey guys, this is just another month. You know, not not as hard as February. You just have to hope that their heads are in the right spot because if they're not, it's easy to let yourself just play down to the level of their opponents." and then let it crumble and then, uh, you know, stay stagnant, stay in third, or even drop down to a wild card spot. So uh, time will tell. It's why they play the games. But I uh, I think they're going to be fine. I'm with you, Doug. I like your uh, I like your enthusiasm, and I like your confidence. But we'll see uh, if we're saying the same things in about 30 days. Yeah, well, my, my fear is if you look at the last five games, we had Toronto, who is a, literally a, a Stanley Cup contender. We had Dallas that really is really kind of falling off and we played okay against them and they played a fantastic game. Then we played Boston and we played outstanding against them. Again, a possible Stanley Cup contender. And then we played Minnesota who is falling and we played okay with against them. And then we played Nashville who is a Stanley Cup contender and we kicked their ass. So that's where us playing up to the competition and then down to the competition. That's that's my fear. It's uh, our last five games. It's really kind of a uh, just a snapshot of what we possibly could be getting into. I think uh, I think that something needs to be said too for how far the team has come. And I think that uh, if they had been hanging around, uh, you know, second place in the division or whatever the whole season. Um, maybe they would get complacent easier against uh, uh, the the weaker teams, but I think I think if they're right now their eyes should be on the prize and they should be more excited than a team that had been hanging around near the top all season. If they all all of a sudden they they should still be in an excited mode where oh my god we've come so far we don't want to fuck this up. So I think. Uh, with them being where they are on the standings and they still have a little ways to go before they catch Winnipeg, you know, four points behind them. Uh, but if they can, if they can keep that should be motive, extra motivation to help them get over the hump against these teams that there might be a letdown games for um, just because of where they've come from. And they realize that where they are now and they're rolling, I think that's it's probably easier to get up for those games than maybe if they've been good all year. Yeah, you literally just explained what Winnipeg's going through right now. 
Yeah, exactly. I think uh, teams can get uh, complacent and uh, uh, take things for granted a little easier. Right. Like you said earlier, Hellebuck's not having a great year, and they've been hanging around at the top for you know for the entire season, and now they're starting to face some adversity. I think people talked about, uh, too, are the Blues peaking too early? Um, well, we don't know if they've peaked yet. It's not right. over. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I it's... Agree with you. If they lose, if they lose three or four in a row, or something, or four out of six, or four out of five, then you can say, "Well, did they peak too early?" Um, right now, they're still riding the wave. So, I mean, it's we'll find out when the peak is over, if ever, uh, if they peak too early. Well, I mean, every wave crests. Right. We just don't know where it is. Hopefully, it crests after uh, after sixteen wins. <laughs> Hopefully, it crests in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're done, uh, I uh, I also uh, think there's going to be a shakeup in the central, also on the bottom teams. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised that the Blackhawks go on a little bit of a run, uh, even though they absolutely suck on defense, but their offense is just absolutely just dominating everyone. Uh, they've I fallen off a little bit. And they they've fallen just off a little bit. Gave up the go ahead goal. Oh, they did. They were right on the verge. They were like tied for the last wild card spot, mm-hmm. of, like four or five games ago, and they've fallen off a little bit. Yeah, I, I hear there's a lot of hockey left. I wouldn't be surprised that they make a move. I mean, Dallas is literally falling. Uh, Colorado's making some massive moves. There, I think they're going to finish up in, in, into a playoff position as well. Uh, and in the Wild, I mean, here, I mean, well, we all see what the Wild are doing. Chicago's schedule uh, in March is not bad at all. Um, but their last four games are Winnipeg, St. Louis, Dallas, and Nashville. So that's kind of tough if, if they yeah. need some win- points to get at the end. Yeah. Be, it'd be fun yeah, to knock I, them out. Yeah. And, and if you're a Blackhawks fan, I mean, Corey Crawford's back. So we're going to work, you know, he's our savior in, in every case whatsoever. I I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's, that's not a goofy statement. I mean, because, I mean, the reward was, Actually, we talked to Cristiano, and Ward wasn't playing that bad. No, but they Chicago's where they are despite their bad defense and goaltending. I mean, it's it's literally their offense has been good enough to overcome shit defense and goaltending. I mean, but that's how Chicago's always been. I mean, here look at look at uh, uh, look at Crawford's numbers overall as a career. He's really not that great of a goalie. I mean, yeah, he's lifted the cup a couple times, but. Uh, it's 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 not because of fantastic going. It's 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 because they had an outstanding offense and right. they were able to score more goals than they gave up. They also had you know a lot more supporting cast on D back when they had Yarmolson. Yarmolson was arguably the best defensive defender on that on those cup winning teams, and he's not there anymore. Yeah. And then they brought in um, uh, who's the guy who's in uh, Ottawa? Trevor Daly. Yeah, tre- well, they brought in Trevor Daly, and then the uh, the other the the other uh, Swedish defenseman Johnny Oduya. Johnny Oduya. Oduya. Yeah, they they were they had depth at D, and now Connor Murphy is their third best defenseman. Yeah, and and their best defensemen are all old. Yes. Wakey, wakey. Uh, Doug's getting some love in the YouTube chat. Rorschach, 5151. 50, uh, let's see. Damn, Doug, you're killing it on the show, brother. 
Oh, sorry. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I took it over. I'm sorry. It's a good times though. I've been waiting for this night. I've been, I logged on like, I don't know, four or five times now. I'm like, come on guys, come on, open it up, <laughs> open it up. Come on, let's do it. I want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, well, we are, are not, I like to say on Twitter that we're nine ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually nine fifteen, nine twenty before we can get going. Uh, just because we, I don't know, we're doing sound level testing and stuff and we, we probably should do it before, but, uh, we, yeah, yeah life's yeah. life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. All right, I got to find out who the mass singer was. <laughs> we had to find out who the mass singer was. <laughs> yeah, I got a challenge for you guys though. Work out one show where you just invite people and you have a round table, a round robin, whatever, talking, just a just a just a open show of people talking for two hours and and we, really getting some input. That'd we, be fun. We've talked about doing that like as a post game show. Yeah, to, that'd be cool. To, and maybe maybe in the in the playoffs or maybe down the stretch here uh, we, in a week. Especially maybe if there's like an early weekend an early game. East Coast game, early weekend game. Yeah. Uh, maybe an East Coast like six o'clock start or something. Maybe we could do something like eight thirty or nine o'clock. We can start the show. Say playoffs. I don't want to do that because they start at eight freaking thirty. Yeah, we always get the shit starts. Um, yeah. But no, I I do. We've we've talked about this a number of times, and it would be kind of fun to just uh, open it up and just whoever. I think Hangouts has a max of uh, ten. Which 10. I'm sure is more than enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've had, uh, there was a postseason show we did. Uh, it was kind of the, you know, shoveling the dirt on the Blues season episode. And uh, I think we had like six or seven people mm-hmm. in here and we were all talking. That was a fun show. Yep. No, we'll do that. Uh, that's, uh, that's something that uh, we actually yeah. talked about just uh, probably a couple weeks ago about doing. It's a good idea, Doug. No, I mean apparently you guys came up with it first, so I can't take credit for it. <laughs> we came up with it first. We came up with it before, but now that you have brought it up, it reinforces the idea that it is a good idea, and so we'll we'll have to do it. Perfect. It'll be fun. <laughs> I, I enjoy it because there, uh, Rorschach's got some like he's he's got some great points. I'm surprised he's not on. <laughs> uh, Mr. Blues Hat has joined us in the in the YouTube chat. How was Casino Night? Yeah, how was Casino Night? Uh, that's where he was tonight. The Blues held their Casino Night tonight. He just said, oh, hi, and that's uh, that's it. I guess he just want to make his presence known. Hmm. Sounds like him. Jesse Hill says, you don't have to be a Hall of Fame goalie to win the cup. Uh, he is correct. Yeah, uh, look at uh, look, look at Osgood, uh, Chicago. Tim He's Thomas. Perfect. Tim Thomas. He had some good years, though. I mean, this is really good. Not a Hall, not Hall of Famer. Famer. Okay, fine. Terrible human being. Yeah, he, he had not a Hall of Fame goalie, but he had some years that if he kept, if he replicated those years, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but, but he did. No, but those that so was the year, but that was the year he won the cup. Mm-hmm. So, but when he says Hall of Fame goalie, I think Patrick. He Wah. should mean Marty Berdur. I think he should mean Hall of Fame like play during the playoffs to win a cup. John Sebastian Jaguar. That's a good example. That that is still the Cam best. Uh, Cam Ward was good, but Jaguar, not a Hall of Famer. Jaguar in 03 was the best goaltending performance over a playoff run that I've ever seen. I agree. Casino night, a uh, good event as always. Uh, I think uh, wasn't Bennington at uh, his table. Uh, table or next table to next him is time? what he posted earlier. Yeah. Always a bridesmaid, oh, yeah. never a bride. Oh. <laughs> Rorschach, Miami. 
That's probably the yeah, prime example. Miami. That he is. He's there. Are, there and uh, and yeah. And, and but I mean, he was on the Chicago team that was that was a juggernaut. So and that helps. And Osgood too. Vernon. Oh, Vernon. He's a Hall. He's a Hall of Famer. Vernon. Is Mike Vernon a Hall of Famer? I don't know that he is. Mike Vernon, if you're listening to the show, <laughs> we've had Hall of Fame goalies. Grant Fuhrer, we did not win a cup with that goalie. Although, had he not gotten hurt, you never know that year. You know what's Mark funny about that year is that people say, "Oh, you know, we were we had such a great team that year. We were cup bound if uh, 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 hadn't hurt his knee. Felino hadn't dove on his knee. But you know what? Look at our record that year. Our record was not that good that year." So uh, it does not appear that he is a okay. Hall of Famer. He's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Flames in 89, Red Wings in 97. Appeared in five NHL All-Star games. Um, won the Jennings Trophy and the Conn Smythe Trophy. Never a Vesna. I don't think if you're a goalie without winning a Vesna, I don't think you get into the Hall. Bobrovsky has two Vesnas. but. We're talking about Barovsky a lot the past yeah. month and a half or so. Yes. Can can we stop and, talking about him? Well, I'm, I'm just saying people like to compare Allen to Barovsky. And uh, I like to point <laughs> out that he's won two fucking Vezinas. <laughs> There's just minor differences. A little bit. A little bit. Um, let's see. Anybody, anything else going on in the YouTube chat? Uh, he said uh, Bennington was cool. Mr. Mr. Hat. <clears throat> Like like the was he nervous? video that made the rounds today? Cool. Cool, yeah. He said cool, yeah. He was cool. That post-game interview, do I look nervous? Oh, so yeah. good. God. So Perfusion, good. That's, that, that look on his face was just like, I don't know, man. I don't describe it. It's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a guy I wish I could have interviewed at some point because, my God, he he has to be just fun get the one two word answers and it's just he's not even being a dick that's just who he is <laughs> and that interview just by itself is like okay yeah he's our guy we're gonna ride his ass the entire way and we might actually win a sailing cup from it I, I i'm uh i'm really i'm not nervous at all with with bennington and that I, it's just a it's a calm thing that he brings but when playoffs start uh, there's that that first game. I'm gonna be nervous as hell because, like I said, it's a different animal. It's a different animal. I know that he's cool, calm, and collected, and doesn't seem to let anything bother him, which is fantastic and a great mindset to have for the playoffs. But uh, still, there there's there's pressure, and I'm really curious to see how he reacts to that. I'm gonna put a name in your head now that's gonna make you pull your hair out for the first playoff game, Rick Ankiel. Oh that's, man, that's, that's what I think. I've I've been thinking that the last couple of days. I'm like, but what if Rick uh, Ankiel? You know, uh, yeah. God. So what, different sport, just, Jeff. Well, Come so, on. So what you're well, Rick, saying is Rick that Ankiel post- was what 21, 22. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he not even. He was, yeah. he was not twenty years old, something yeah. like that. I mean, he was super young. I mean, here, look at look at uh, Bennington. He's he's what twenty five. You know, twenty five yeah. now. He's 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 been like what third year now? Third year of running 
less than two point five goals uh, goals per game. Playing professional hockey. Yeah, that's playing I mean, professional that's, hockey. It's right. not juniors. Yes. Yeah. Right, and he he was a AHL All Star playing uh-huh. for somebody not even his own organization last year. Yeah, yeah, loaned out, loaned out yeah. to Boston. Yeah, just crazy. But yeah, I I'll I'll just say on this point, I refuse to believe that interview was vodka induced or vodka fueled. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminded me. Uh, well, not not really, but uh, his short answers remind me of when Pierre Maguire uh, was interviewing Taze. Did you see that? Oh yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah. "They love you, Jonathan." He's like, "That's good." <laughs> it's, like, it's like a stupid thing to say. God, I what do you say to all player. your fans here in Chicago, Jonathan? <laughs> Thanks. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. So, uh, live scoreboard watching the Avalanche have one in a shootout tonight, three to two. So what does that do here? So that uh, that should put them uh, even in points with uh, Dallas for the last wild card spot. Uh, well, they they were one point behind Dallas, so it should put them even in points. Or no, no above. No, that's right. That's right. Above by one. Yeah, NHL.com standings don't update uh, right away. That's kind of crazy because uh, they're pretty I mean, quick. Are they pretty quick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were really quick. Because the, the app, the app, uh, the NHL app didn't reflect the standings. What was it about? Or it was the stats. I think it was stats. Uh, like 10 minutes after a game was over, it didn't reflect Bennington's win or something. And I, I screenshotted it and posted it. And somebody said, oh, it doesn't, it's not updated. I'm like, oh, shit, it's not. Uh, any, I know the NHL.com site, I've gone on it two minutes after a win. Okay. And they've posted it. That's what yeah, it, that's what it should be. Real quick. Okay. On on the actual website. So, and you said Colorado did win. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, Stars Insider Mark Stepensky or Stepneski, sorry, uh, tweeted out: Colorado beat Vancouver tonight, knocking the Stars out of a playoff spot. This is the first time the Stars have been out of a playoff spot since they went into the NHL Christmas break in ninth place in the West. They the site is not updated yet they still show the last game as being uh, a loss to florida for colorado and they're yeah, still, still live. yeah yeah so it says live uh two two so it ain't that quick <laughs> yeah apparently not maybe bill's just too quick and he's seen in the future hmm. yeah quick my, place to bet my yeah my bill's Samsung. too quick that's what she said <laughs> my samsung smartphone has a flux capacitor uh, i uh hey you want to go ahead and uh if you want to uh doug if you want to shout out your uh twitter handle if you'd like if not you don't have to uh i don't know i think it's at doug johannes doug johannes sure. one second let me find it I don't really do the whole twittering thing. I I only get on for you guys and and Jr. and Blues Buzz and stuff like that. That's but, all you need. Uh, Just yeah. those three. Yeah. That's all you need. Well, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the goalie archives person that yeah that Bill like and STL Blues history. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and I uh, yeah, it's at Doug Johannes. There you go. If anybody like to follow Doug Johannes and his good takes. I really don't tweet, tweet a whole lot. Yeah. It's uh, mostly Facebook stuff. But yeah. I did just become a, a, a fan of uh, or a like 
uh, STL Blues Radio on Facebook. I missed the contest. Hey, hey. Uh, That's us. That is I us. I know. Yeah, we had a couple of contests. We'll have another one yeah. sometime. Yeah. Sometime soon. We'll give away some steak. <laughs> Trump steak. Give away some of Bill's panties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and silence. We, we, could, <laughs> we could give away the Speedos from that show. Ah, <laughs> yes. We didn't do a Speedo show this year. No. Well, it was our 100th episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it true. Was, it was. It was at fan request. And nobody's asked for that again. <laughs> Nobody has. What's strange hell? that that nobody's asked. I know. It was a one. We were one. Tri- I was like, oh no, <laughs> we're not going to ask you to do that again ever. <laughs> we <actually> did it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Blues Hat is in the YouTube chat. Uh, I, I would ask him if uh, he thinks the Blues are contenders right now, but I've read his. His comment on Twitter, so and we've we talked about that, so I don't want to get back into it. So yeah, never mind. No, no need to rehash <laughs> right. that whole conversation, sure. except that he complimented you for civil discourse on Twitter. He did, which is and right. I I talk a lot on Twitter, and I enjoy back and forth discussions and debates. Um, I really do try and keep it uh, adult and civil, but uh, Jesus. It's funny yeah. with the I, 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 that other people tend to not do that as much and drag the conversation down and accuse me of all kinds of stuff. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, I had one of those debates with you this morning, and then you saw Winnipeg's schedule, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying." <laughs> yeah, no, I and I knew and I'd heard that they had a tough schedule, um, but I didn't actually look at it. So it's and looking at it's like, wow, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, we literally have a serious shot for first place. I'm looking forward to the challenge. And I'm looking forward to the story that the uh, you know, worst of first. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. That would be fantastic. And you realize how much coverage we're getting on NHL, NHL.com, NHL Network. I mean, we are getting massive amount of coverage. Uh, the, uh, the day that we played uh, Toronto, I went to the game. It was a fantastic game. Uh, they covered us on NHL now on NHL network for 30 straight minutes. When does that ever happen? You know, it's funny that that, that happens. And, uh, after last night's big win, I I tweeted out the, uh, the stltoday.com's sports front page. Blues are nowhere to be found unless you scroll way down. And there, like there's like 14 Cardinal spring training stories. And then there's a, Little on the right side, little side story about the Blues winning against Nashville. It's like, what the? F- Are you serious? Yeah, I have the forgotten team. It, they, uh, NHL hates St. Louis. Hates St. Louis. It's what that's that's the post that, their website, yeah, the St. Louis paper. Cool. Yeah. Well, oh, I've that's... given up on them entirely. I mean, now uh, if unless you have a subscription, you want to read anything on that site? Yeah. Answer you, questions. Yeah, yeah. Or well, you have to pay. Did you a see subscription? Did you see the response that they gave me? They uh, they responded. Because I tagged him in it, and yeah. they said, uh, "Oh, if you want to follow the blues, here here's a here's a blues link to all of our blues stories." I'm like, "Okay, you got a link to all your the blues section of your sports page, but the, I'm talking about the front fucking page of your sports website, <laughs> where where you know you 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 have a blues you have like the big stories of the day that then link you to that team's specific section." 
which with the, and the blues are like you know you got like three pages worth down before we actually get to the story. So, Mister Blues had said uh, about the uh, contender thing. Did you admit you're wrong yet? <laughs> We're finishing first in the division. It's been it's been established right now. So I think if you finish first in the division, you're a contender. <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Blues Hat will find a way to shit on that theory. Doug has sold us. Has sold me anyway on the uh, finishing first overall in the division. Strength of schedule. Boom. Strength of schedule. Strength of schedule. That's all yep. it is. Yeah. Look Play ahead. Up. Look Play at the, the Blues game, not down our competition, and and uh, first place is ours. Ours to lose. Hmm. There you go. I, I know it's hard hard to get out of that pessimistic mindset. <laughs> oh, trust me. I am I am the biggest pessimist, but just just looking looking at the flat out numbers, looking at the possibility, looking at the schedule, looking at what we're doing right now and as long as we keep doing what we're doing, first place is ours to lose. The fact that they're doing it, you know, with the the flu bug without Shen without, without Perron without Perron you know without Gunnarsson yep. I mean I, I'm surprised I can say that <laughs> he was playing some incredible hockey before he went down and it, he's going to be out he's out until April with a goalie like. that wasn't on the roster to start Great. the season right. there are just so <laughs> many things that never go right for this team that are going right for the team enjoy it believe in them. They're contenders. Mr. Blues had said 52 years, bet on losing, and you're right 100% of the time. I mean, we talked about that. that that's performance he's, is no indication of future results. There you it go. It works both yeah. ways. That's, hey, look at the Cubs. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 the, they're due. That's the thing. <laughs> they're due. Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I'm enjoying it, so. Well, okay. I've said this on the show before. It's entertainment. It we is. Want to be entertained, and we are being entertained right now, and that's uh, that's that's the way to look at it. And Highly make entertained. You, make you enjoy every damn game because I know I have been. Uh, I think I think our show is going to wrap up. Unless you guys got something else you want to add, any closing? Doug, any... Join us. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Doug. That was good. You're welcome anytime. Period. Very enjoyable, and I'll get on every time you guys want to uh, invite people out there. I'm I'm down to I'm down to talk because I uh, love me some blues hockey. Cool, as do we. It's I'm a perfect okay. fit. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm impartial on if I like the blues hockey or not. <laughs> okay, all right. After seven years of doing this show, you're you're still not uh, you're still the verdict is still out, huh? I haven't been sold yet. Okay. All right, doing those interviews and stuff, and being a, a, a getting the press credentials. No, still not, huh? I just do it because I want to impress Bill. <laughs> ah. He's getting close. Not there yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, baby. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's see. Uh, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, for Jeff Ponder and Bill Damker Price, uh, thanks again, Doug, for coming on. Uh, joining us that will conclude this week's broadcast of let's go blues radio until next time everyone let's go blues let's go blues let's go blues uh, the chiefs are at home tonight against cyanosport at the war memorial at eight good seats are still available i think that went very well thank you for listening to let's go blues radio now take off hosers well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. 
St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.